0: Yo, what is up, guys? How's it going? Hope you're having a very, very good morning, evening, afternoon, and wherever you're coming from. And we're back for another episode of the Group Up podcast. We're here for the PVE preview debate, and I have three guests who have a little bit to say about that. So let me get right into it. Introduced my panel today in the bottom right, and you'll be very amused when she starts talking, uh, when you see her, her little foogie icon. It is Eva Langwin. Eva, what's up?
1: Hi, what's up? I'm Eva. Uh, yeah, talking cat. So, talking cat that's
0: all very nice very nice so we do to pair one of the best supports on na ladder we have one of the best tanks on na ladder in the bottom left is my man number Uru. one Uru, what's up number one
2: <laughs> yeah what's up i'm guru i'm a gamer you guys all know me you know how it is we know how it is
0: and in the top left to round it off not the businessman, but the business man of Overwatch. It's <laughs> Nvidia. Nvidia's own Carq games. Carq was up. <laughs> what's up, man? How you doing? Glad to be here. Thanks for having me again. Awesome, dude. Yeah, great panel. So, for those of you who don't know, all three of my guests have been over to the Blizzard headquarters. And they've gotten themselves the hands on something you're all desperate for or relatively desperate for. The Overwatch 2 PvE missions season invasion as it's being called. So they've all had a first-hand experience. So we're going to be talking about it amongst other things including the upcoming mini-series, World Cup, and just whatever the hell is on these guys' minds. So guys, just to start off with as just a preview of your own thoughts, I'm going to ask you give me a rating first out of 10. For the, mission, for the missions you play. I know Karku's already publicized his, but just give me a quick rating out of 10 of how you felt about the PvE missions. Karku, since you've already announced yours, why don't you go first?
3: Um, yeah, I've already said it on Twitter, but not everybody uses Twitter, uh, or not everyone's on all the different social platforms, but uh, I gave it a 6.5. Um, but to be fair, it was just... We played it once. It was on Expert Difficulty, and... Yeah, i was giving give it the rating. You don't want us to elaborate. Yeah, yeah just yet, the rating. Right? We'll, go around we'll, the we'll get, we'll okay, get 6. right the 6.5. Okay, 6.5. 6. Go, next.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll go anti-clockwise this time. Guru, your rating. Okay,
2: N- nobody's ever played Overwatch for the PvE. But, I don't know, as far as like the events go, and you know, how the PvE's been, I'd I'd say it's like a 7, or maybe even 7.5.
0: Okay. Okay, a little bit more. And, and keep in mind,
2: I, I never liked PVE. I've never, I've never even wanted it, honestly. So, I don't know. it's interesting. It's
0: fine. Okay, and uh, Ava, what about yourself? You got a rating that's gonna differ to either of these guys?
1: Um, well, I would. I think I would just kind of mirror exactly Carq's rating. I think that's a really good, solid rating of what is like playable right now. I guess it like, regardless of you know the potential of it. What's playable right now would be like a 6.5. But that is an improvement from previous PvE, in my opinion. Maybe from like a 5 to a
0: 6.5. Okay, that's interesting. I'd love you for, for you to elaborate. So when you say 5, what kind of PvE are you referring to that you would rate as like a 5 beforehand?
1: Like... You know, Junkin Stein's Revenge, the Archives, stuff like that.
2: I'll be honest, I couldn't even play the Archives event. Like, I know there was like skins or whatever. I couldn't even do it on on easy difficulty because it was so just mind numbing back in the day. So, so like, who you, you know,
0: a PvE hater.
2: Yeah, always have been. I, I've done all my PvE. Like, I played my Modern Warfare Two campaign. I have played my Halo Three campaign on Legendary multiple times. You know, but it's like kind of. It gets stale. It's it's hard to keep uh, exciting, I guess.
0: So that's interesting. You might cause a riot just with your categorization of those games as as quote unquote PVE, because there's been the much ballyboo discussion of what even classifies as PVE is like you know a campaign, because what you refer to are like campaigns of, of, of otherwise PvP yeah, player I games, mean, right?
2: You're killing NPCs, right? So that's what that's, that's what ranked, I see as PVE. That's ranked, bro. That's ranked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was about to make, make that right? same, same joke, joke but I was everyone everyone is going to was making. Gonna go for that one. Everyone's yeah. making that
2: same joke. We all know it. It bangs every time.
0: <laughs> okay. Fair fair enough, fair enough. And then CarQ, let's head over to CarQ then. So CarQ, elaborate a little bit on the 6.5. I think first and foremost the question in everyone's mind is how how does it differ to the PV we've already played? Like compared to the archives, compared to Junkenstein do the do the enemies feel different is the is there more cinematic touch to it like what's what's going on
3: um okay i'll be the one to elaborate so first of all even Aaron has said it they uh they uh, we played the second mission out of the three possible ones or out of the three we're getting in season six um we played toronto we're allowed to say that i know that and uh the first one was the one we saw a long time ago which was rio i think people were playing that in 2019 at blizzcon so, like they kind of just threw us in. I actually never even watched the Rio mission at all from the twenty nineteen thing. So I was a little mm-hmm. confused where we were in the lore as well. Um, mm-hmm. so they threw us in right there. Um, opens up with a uh, a cutscene. Book ended with two cutscenes, as I quote Aaron. That's what he said. Um, the cutscene was enjoyable. I've always said, if you're like a big fan of the characters, um their backstory, the lore, I think these missions are a great way to like elaborate on that story, which is exactly what they've said. They've continued the story, drive the story forward. I think this, the cutscenes were good. It wasn't like, um, you know, when they like do like a still image and it kind of like slow zooms as they like narrate over it. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's like fully fleshed out cinematic, three dimensional. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, they were great. It was I was like, oh, off to a good start. And then. When they throw us in, it's kind of what Guru said. It it feels very similar to the old ones at first. Um, Just an endless wave of, you know, you sit in a spot, defend this place, go to the next objective, do that thing, uh, shoot down the enemies. Uh, But to be fair, um, we did uh, did manage to sit down and speak with uh, the devs and different people on the team. And one thing they mentioned was they wanted to emphasize something about the um the monster type or the the enemy ecology is what they call it or i guess uh what they're saying is if we have sorry
0: sorry sorry to pause you because i want to i want to dedicate a whole bit to talking about how the devs responded to what you guys said okay but yeah let's just let's just keep going if there's anything else you want to add on unless guru guru seems to want to chime in right now
2: yeah yeah i mean yeah yeah we're moving moving a bit faster so as as you load in there's like four different um characters that you can pick from each role so four sports four dps four tanks. And when you load in, there's, like, a, a spawn room. So it's similar. And we didn't get to explore it at all. That, like, um, right. there's a spawn room. And, yeah, we were instantly just being pushed out. They wanted us to, you know, play the mission or whatever. Um, but I'm pretty sure there was, like, you know, stuff inside the spawn room that you can mess around with and fiddle with and, you know, break. Uh, which I always think is kind of fun. It, you know, it loses its touch over, you know, seven years or whatever. Like, in the Hanamura Arcade, I don't break anything. I would just, like, you know, go to the doors, whatever, AFK. You know, for the first couple of years, it's like, "Hey, I'm gonna smash shit up in here." Yeah. You know? True. Um, so I think that's there's a lot of stuff that we missed in the spawn room. Um. But yeah, it, it like waits for everybody to pick their characters, wait for everybody to like leave the the safe zone, and then the mission would start.
3: Correct.
0: Okay. Yeah. Ava, like uh, when when they push when you throw you in there, like how did it feel for you? Was it like, oh my god, are you really like excited? Is it really like epic, or is it a bit more like? Because again, in in the archives in Star Wars, for example, the story's nice, but you kind of get thrown into it, and off you go.
1: Um, are you talking about like when we spawn in? Yeah, yeah, like when you spawn
0: in, like again, what is what does the game feel like? I think everyone's just really curious. Like, is it is it does every part of it feel like a step up, or does it still feel familiar? Like, okay, here's, I've kind of done this in archives in Junkenstein. Um, to be
1: honest, I don't remember like the specifics about spawning in like being in the spawn room or whatever what i do remember is like the menu screen when uh, you're like are are we allowed to talk about that the menu screen with like the stuff you can click on
3: uh yeah they call From it winston's Art. lab
1: yeah winston's lab okay yeah so when you when you're like picking which mission you want to do there's like a book to flip through that has like details about the bots and stuff, I think.
3: They it, they did mention this. That's public. Yeah. It's the um, the lore codex or whatnot. Right, right, right. Or something right. like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's that, public.
1: I found more interesting. Like, I don't I think in the spawn room, you know, there's just voice lines that play like just like when you load into ranks. Um, Sorry, but I,
0: yeah, like right I when you right, my alerts off one second. Uh, OK. Yeah, no, uh, I actually just want to get, yeah, so spawn, you spawn in, and then the enemies. Now let's talk about the enemies. Uh, yeah, so it, it felt
2: like um, it just, like, I don't know. Uh, it just, like, forced you out of the spawn, and then instantly, you know, it starts going, and it starts, like, ramping up, and each, each little, um, I don't know what, part, point, I guess, to, uh, lack of better words, it started off pretty slow, and then it would ramp up, and it it seemed to, like, just ramp up more and more and more um, as the mission went on.
0: Okay, I like That's just, like, a, a feeling of, like, building momentum and pace. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it, it seems like it was kind of out of your control, you know? It's like, buckle up. Hey, here we go.
0: And that's always fun. Um, So, like, how, how complex was it? Because I heard SK say that, like, you know, the enemies were kind of, like, meh and kind of, like, obvious in how they how they operate. But, like, yeah, are they are they... A little bit more sophisticated than what we've dealt with before or is it your standard like okay this guy shoot him here this guy like walks like this and you know what's the enemies like
1: i first I think there's a lot more of them a lot more enemies to take care of I, I guess like it's a group of four like he plays a group of four and I would say like focus fire is actually pretty important to like not die or like not wipe so I think that's pretty engaging. Like, sometimes you actually have to be calming the game mode. Um,
0: Which difficulty were you guys yeah. on? Was it Legendary, Do you say? We were on oh.
1: Expert. Expert, okay. And, so the like, second, second highest.
0: Okay, second yeah. hardest, okay.
1: Yeah. And I don't think, I don't know if there's, like, more enemies the more difficult you go. I think it's the same, but they just, like, do more damage. I'm
2: sure, sure they would add more enemies. Like on the higher difficulty,
1: I don't think we actually asked though, but maybe
2: but yeah, okay. a lot of them were kind of linear uh but there was just you know there, there was a bunch of them that did different things, right, so there's flyers, there's you know little i can't i don't know am i allowed i i don't know Dude, they, they weren't very specific on what we were allowed to say and what we weren't allowed to say um. But there I think just that like, means you, you should know, say
0: whatever the fuck you want and then that's a day, day problem. <laughs> okay, sure. <enough. laughs>
3: um, okay. Yeah, go ahead, Karki. Do you, no, you have anything? Uh, okay, uh, I'll, I'll say it. Okay. Um, not to like... Well, We have a whole discussion of the feedback thing, but basically <laughs> there's a... Uh, there's an ecology. Ecology for each monster type. And I think the mission we had is like the certain null sector robots that are supposed to be a little like walk in a straight line and kind of do the thing. So for me, it felt like a lot of the monsters were very linear, at least the majority of them. There were specific ones. I won't say which ones. There was one that like actually killed me. Um, and I think you guys said you died to the same one. We we did uh, me, Eva and Guru weren't on the same team. I was with um, a different group. Cause, um, but I think uh, one enemy did wipe like a few of us that can one shot even an expert and I'm like, oh, OK interesting, but I would say the majority of them felt kind of like very linear. So I was playing Baptiste, so I just sat there just DPSing and then healing whenever I could and then DPSing. Um, so it was just sit in one section, just shoot and then go to the next objective, shoot. So I wanted to I only mention ecology because I think this mission specifically has enemies that are supposed to be that type and maybe the other ones will have more enemy types that have like, you know, more interesting AI or script to them. Um, there were a few flyers in this one. Um, but yeah, and I know we know what Overwatch is capable of with 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 like enemy AI, because remember the, uh, the the one on Rialto, we had like the assassin that was just like and then you had like yeah, the yeah. Uh, the Widowmaker, if you have to be careful of her, the sniper, yeah. then you had like the the juggernaut. So like, I know like the, the AI, the, they're capable of that, but it felt like that mission specifically was not that immersive for me, so it didn't feel like a step up for the to the previous archive missions i played before that's just my take which is why i gave it a six 6.5
2: there was some times where I, I actually had like turned my brain on right so the one that you're talking about the the artillery guy i think right um, <laughs> i didn't want to name it but okay <laughs> yeah, you just well, said it okay well, um <laughs> There was times the where it's like, oh, I, I have to, I have to focus up. Like I'm, I'm actually jiggle picking this thing. I'm peeking. I'm right clicking. I'm. I played Zarya. It, it felt so bad. By the way, <laughs> uh, I was like energy starved the whole time. Fights kind of sometimes like it was too long in between fights, and I would just like be zero energy. It's,
3: it was tough. I wish I chose any other tank, mm.
2: but
3: yeah. True. My perspective on that was a lot different. I got, I got killed by it once when I peaked it, but since I had just AFK in the backline as Bap. I didn't really see that guy one one shot at like our, our one of our DPS and our tank once and then that's it. Yeah. But yeah. I
1: okay. also played BAP. I also played BAP on our team, and when we were fighting that thing, like I would go behind cover, and it would do, it would hit me for like most of my HP with like splash damage, and I was like, oh fuck, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Maybe I got lucky. Yeah. So, so 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 the enemies are like you know they they are challenging. They are a little bit. They, they will you know as, as guru said you have to you have to be awake mm. but is it is it uh, like i don't know how much each of you have like in terms of <laughs> playing recent pve games but yeah like i think the, the question in everyone's mind is like compared to the, the the fights that we might take in a in a god of war game obviously a dark souls game or like even a zelda game like mm. where where do they land in, in in on that spectrum of like are they just like yeah pretty st- yeah okay you have to turn your brain on but it's not really much or or are they like you know going to require you to think a few times in in a in an interesting way you have to do this interesting thing to beat that guy at the moment it sounds like no
1: No not really no
0: No on expert difficulty no Yeah Okay so let's let's talk now then what what feedback you gave cuz like you you all of you all the creators who've, who've said publicly you were kind of like well we we told the devs that you know this. We there was no replayability, which is another thing we'll talk about. And the devs were were very receptive to the feedback. The devs themselves, I think, said that they're not releasing another PvE mission for the entirety this year. They said yeah. because they are gonna take in this feedback and and readapt the future missions. I'm gonna press X to doubt on that a little bit later, but for now we'll just go by what they're saying. So, what was the general feedback you were giving, and, and whatever you can tell us, like what were the devs saying in response? Let's go to uh, Ava. What was your feedback?
1: Um, the one that I, the one that like stands out to me the most was making the bots like harder to hit and like actually having to aim at them, like making them move erratically as the difficulty gets harder. That's what I said I would like to see because that that's why it gets kind of boring to me is because it's very easy to kill them. I guess. Like, it takes right. a lot of damage, but they're just, like, you know, in straight lines or walking at whoever they're targeting. So when I suggested that, um, I don't remember exactly their, like, word for word what they said, but they were, like, writing it down, and they it seemed like they were considering it, I guess, the devs.
0: Got you. KaraQ, what was your feedback to the devs, and what did they say? Um, well, first of
3: all, before I even give that, I just really want to emphasize that I don't think we're like the target market for this. We're all like competitive PvP competitive, you know, ranked players. And I actually think there is like a a good market for people who just like to relax and just pew pew nonstop and shoot endless waves. I don't really care for like Left 4 Dead or like Cod Zombies or anything like that. So I just want to like lay that as like a, a preface before I say anything. So for me, from my perspective, as like someone who enjoys PvP, I really need something super replayable for me to like continue to play those missions. So my suggestion to them was um, an incentive. So there's like many ways you can do that to get people uh, players like myself and others who can relate to that here. So first would be a scoring system. I don't recall seeing a scoring system. We've had previous missions give you like a star rating. Maybe this build didn't have it, but like they've had like star ratings before. So like. Going for a leaderboard, hitting first place would, would be pretty cool, but I didn't see it at the time. Maybe that will be added later, so don't quote me on that. Number two, timer, like speed. Um, I think this would SK is not here, but SK mentioned like, you know, anything for like speedrunners, because there's a whole speedrunning community that will add replayability for that type of player. Number three, for me, um, I said like a, a reward, a cosmetic or something for doing... The mission and killing certain amount of things so like obviously implementing a weapon charm or a skin might be like a whole another like discussion because you have to add that cosmetic but how hard is it to add a title card you know it's just some words on it's just a title right so like i was like okay because these omnic's or whatever are you know you can break off certain parts of their body you can shoot the arms off it'll like walk with one arm if you break the legs off um, so I was like, you know, if, if the game made me, if there's, there's an achievement for breaking 1000 Omnic arms or going in and breaking a thousand legs, you know, give me the leg breaker <laughs> title. Cause there's people who like farm the mystery heroes title called shapeshifter, which is like 500 wins. You know, people do these things for, and it'll, it forces, makes people play mystery heroes cause they want to get 500 wins. They want shapeshifter. So like if you want the arm breaker, you know, the deal breaker or the leg breaker, I don't know, something fun like that i would add replayability there so i was like yeah do that and then maybe it'll get me to play the mission more than once right so that was my suggestion yeah
0: fair and at the moment it sounds like yeah each of you are kind of like yeah i think i'd play it experience the story and then i would be done guru was that your experience Uh,
2: yeah i mean they obviously obviously they're gonna add stuff that's gonna be you know add replayability and add you know incentives and stuff like they have to it's blizzard like of course they're gonna do it they just maybe haven't announced it or whatever um mm. i was talking with dion and i talked with him for like it felt like two hours like oh Carky, you were there we were talking for so long at dinner um i mentioned something to him like you know maybe add some like a rare spawn or something something like a boss that could randomly spawn i don't know if oh. you've been playing any diablo but like it, the, butcher. Diablo, it, the butcher dude that you can you load into a dungeon and. Just randomly, the butcher will spawn. It's basically like um, the Roadhog has a, a butcher skin, but it's basically just a big guy. I run into a, a, a random, ho-
3: random Roadhog Yeah, running the fucking roadhog. In Toronto. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the hell are you doing in here?
2: And he's just like, Ooh. basically a boss. Um, I think that would be really, uh, really cool. There was one part where there's an elite that spawned. I'm like, dude, they should just have elite spawn all the time, just like randomly. So it was just like, you know, more health, more damage. Um, but it was like a lot, a lot more health. Um, I said, more of that, uh, just like add random things that happen. You know, this is like random monsters. I said, uh, I was basically just comparing it to like, wow. Like a lot of it, just like, just take, just take stuff from wow. You know.
3: Yeah. This is a blizzard title. You can take bits and pieces from your other IPs that clearly (laughs) have worked. Right. So yeah, like spawns like that. And you know, I don't play wow. I played it for a little bit. So I know people like replay dungeons all the time for like mounts, right? Like a drop.
2: Mounts or like, you know, trans like cosmetics 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 that spawn or like yeah mounts mostly
3: so maybe maybe is it to add like a random weapon charm drop or something at the end like a one and whatever i'm okay with gamifying i don't know if this is like a common like a common shared opinion like i play mmos i do play like runescape i don't play much wow but like you know i can tolerate one in 500 one in 500 drops if it means i have to do it over and over again um just for that kind of community like you know you can't please everybody but like you you like i said you have this the the timer for speedrunners. you have scores for leaderboard chasers you have you know titles for for the people who want to just like do that and then you have rare drops for that kind of player so you kind of like cast a wide net to get as many people to replay it as possible but Literally as it just stands just yeah
2: add everything add everything and somebody's gonna be like oh i like to do this specific thing i like to speedrun. i like to collect mounts or trinkets or whatever so- sprays even oh
3: yeah, yeah, that was the other thing. Um, that's what Dion said it there. Dion's the art director, by the way. He's a great think, guy. He's, yeah, he's a great guy. Um, so I think he's just gonna share this feedback with the team. I don't know if that's part of his, like, role. Maybe he's he's a does everything as well. But um, what's it called? I I mentioned like you know, the map was actually like what Guru said. You know how it just threw you in the spawn room? There's no time to like look around. Uh, the the feedback we gave was like maybe there's like a side thing you could do to explore the map because I actually think the environment artist. I did a fantastic job the map was very beautiful like it's toronto i'm from toronto i'm like oh i noticed all these little like small easter eggs i'm like ah i recognize that name you know there's there's all these cool things but i didn't have time to look at it because they were like stand here do this objective and i'm like man i want to go over there so well the the thing is
2: sorry the the map moves um by who's the furthest ahead so i think in your group warren said he was just running forward the whole time so there's no time and then i think uh aspen was on genji so she was going pretty fast and you know there there was this you know little competition it's like whoever finishes faster is is better or whatever which was dumb because we didn't get to explore the map at all i spent a lot of the time just like goofing off Mm. yeah
3: Yeah. well yeah that goes with the whole exploring map thing so my suggestion was um can you do things on the side to like you know force us to explore if you want to do one run where you just collect things, and then Dion, at dinner, was like, oh, kind of like dog tags. And I was like, what? what? And he's like, oh, from, like, Gears of War, if you played that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, so, like, I guess in Zelda, it would also be, like, you know, collecting those dragon tears. If you're playing, like, God of War, it's collecting Eyes of Odin. Just go, it forces you to go explore a little bit of the map, and, like, pick up some, like, small cos- small things.
0: Collect five in your run, or something. Um... So... So what, what I'm hearing is a bunch of fantastic ideas from you guys. I want to I hear Ava's yeah. thoughts in a second as well. So like there's a bunch of great ideas from you guys, but at the moment, none of that exists. And and it's a little bit upsetting, perhaps, because we were, you know, there's some of these things that you guys are talking about, like random events that happen Like, we, that was actually talked about by Blizzard in their various communication in, like, BlizzCon and stuff, right, in 2019, when there was a talk about how there would be sections of the map that would randomly open up, right? Like, oh, we have two or three different paths, and, uh, like, a section will change this time. Like, one time you play, it'll, it'll be a different section. But it sounds I like... <laughs> I feel like I remember... I, either I have Nelson Mandela defect this, or yeah. I'm pretty sure that at some point in the communication when they were, like, 2019, this was said as a thing that would happen. But it doesn't sound like it's happening or anything, any sort of thing like that. So I guess my question, and, I, and I'll take this to Ava first, is, like, the question that I guess everyone will be asking is that, okay, so we're not getting... The replayable missions. Now we're getting like a, a one and, and done type thing. Like, what what was the devs' explanation almost if they had one of like, well, why are these first set of missions so linear? Seemingly,
2: I mean, uh, sorry, I, I know I'm cutting you off here, but think about it. They they're they're like a rotating door of employees at this point. You know, they've been canceled. Like all this. Sh- like we don't know what Kodak. We've heard those stories about Kodak, like making p- making uh, the team scrap. The whole projects like dude i i'm just happy like it's something we have something you know like i get there's like four years of of lost you know content or whatever but at least we're moving forward i don't that's how i see it i know a lot of people are just like trying to pitchfork and be mad but like if you're playing this game every day you may as well try to give these people the benefit of the doubt because mm-hmm. they're humans too but okay yeah go ahead
0: yeah, Eva. do you have any? Did, what, what was the sentiment you got as to, like, well, I, I, I feel free to disagree with the way I'm phrasing this question too, but it sounds like, you know, the, the first three missions are like the start of what they actually plan to build on and, like, actually in the future will make the missions better and more complex. Right now, it's a bit of a, like, a here's an hour and a half of missions and, and play it once kind of thing. So, what was your impression of, like, why it was like that and, like, what the devs' sentiment was, like, how they were approaching these missions?
1: Um, I I don't, I don't think that um we asked that question, really. Um, I would say the general vibe, though, was that it was kind of rushed. It felt rushed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when we were, like, giving all these ideas, of course, they were saying, like, yeah, we'll consider all of this stuff, but we can't do it right now. Like, we just have to get it out for season six. Like, season six is coming up, so... I would just say it felt rushed overall. Like we didn't get to. I don't. I. I personally didn't ask that question.
0: Karki, you're smiling. Like I mean, you know, you know what people are saying. You know that people are out here. Like, yeah. Well, what was being Listen. done in these four years? If after Listen. four yeah. years we have these three rushed missions, like, what is your response?
3: My response is. Um, you know, the team was like super kind. They're super nice. Like Guru said, they're humans too. Now people are gonna say four years and nothing to show for. I disagree with that take. It's it's less of, well, it's less about nothing to show for. But I am certain there was a lot cooking up, and there was way uh, so much that was scrapped. And they're at a point where the, a lot of the new people that came in are just kind of patching up what was left. 100%. Um. 100%. uh Yeah. They're just kind of like fix fix what was already laid out it was a very ambitious project and maybe they had the the resources at that time but like with all the people who have come and gone you got new people you got to bring up to speed you got to catch up and then you know different levels it's of like they're,
2: they're scrapping everything it's like they're keeping yeah. Them.
3: yeah yeah they keep what they can they execute what they can and i i get the feeling I, again we didn't ask this uh when rushed yeah, I would say sort of, but maybe it's out of their hands. It feels like they just it's just like we got to get this in the player's hands now and iterate off of that at this point, because it's been so long. Let's just put something out, see what the response is. Obviously, a lot of people are upset. It's like, ah, oh, four years of nothing. Well, I'm sure they have a lot of stuff um, that is still there. They just are a little unsure of what to bring out. Now, something to remember is so- that nothing in development gets like scrapped. I'm sure they, they keep... Most things, and they can iterate off it, but it just feels like let's just get it in people's hands first, and work off of that. See how the response is? I think Jared went on eMongstree and said there's nothing coming for for the rest of the year. They're gonna take feedback from this this first set of missions, get it in people's hands, and see what to, how to go from there. How to reapproach this new um, version of of PVE since uh, you know a lot of things were unfortunately scrapped. So, I just want to get, make sure let people know it's not like they were doing nothing. I'm just sure a lot of the stuff they were doing was obviously cut. And a lot of things in production and development work, development cycles do get cut, which is very very unfortunate for everybody. Um so yeah. Just putting that out there.
0: No, I mean the thing we got to go before, you know, before I say what well, I got to say the thing that must be said is that yeah, developing a game is fucking hard. Like it is hard. I have utmost sympathy for for anyone working in the industry because it is a brutal industry. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it lot is. of demands, very high demands. Very from the thankless players. job
3: too, because you, you, you a lot of people will get put on the you get, you know, get blamed for things they were ultimately like not responsible for or things that are out of their control, which is very sure and then a lot of them are not allowed to like say anything publicly because like you know that would compromise their. well it yeah. was xyz's fault that this happened <laughs> they can't say it so i'm saying it for them you know what i mean it's just like well the other
0: the other thing um. is because i because i will I, you know being being straight up like i i'm pretty pessimistic yeah. and I, I will provide some mm-hmm. negative feedback here in a second and probably for sure throughout this podcast but you must it must be said that yeah it's like it's it's very one of those unfortunate situations where each individual dev will have worked so hard. Like, with the stuff that they're working on, will they have worked so, on so hard? Whether it's the environment artist or the narrative team or whoever it is that's doing their job, they will... I have so much sympathy for them because they're sitting here watching an entire community of millions kind of shit talk them be like, what did you guys do? You guys did fucking nothing? And that person knows... That they spent years, you know, working nine to five, sometimes more to keep putting out this content that people will never see, they can't comment on because of NDA and, and Bobby Kotick or whatever. So I totally, totally want to like sim- express my sympathies mm-hmm. to the individual developers for like, it's clear that they obviously have been doing stuff. However, when then, but as, as consumers True. of the game and as observers of yeah. the market, we have to comment on what we actually get, what gets put out in the public. And that's where people are going to look at it and say, well, because you know a couple of times you guys have said like oh I'm sure they've got lots of st- stuff coming and cooking uh, and mm-hmm. guru said oh I'm sure they will add replayability. I'm not sure anymore like me personally mm-hmm. I'm not sure I I don't like I, I I've I've waited long enough like and this is what we get after four years and and there's promise of like well later we'll iterate you know later we'll make stuff that's better. I remain like my POV now is like convince me like I don't think like magical stuff is behind the the curtain. I'm waiting to be convinced that they can they can turn the ship around, and mm. my question to Ava right now is Ava like, do you think the community has to like essentially treat the the gap between the end of Overwatch One when we weren't getting content, and Overwatch Two because people keep thinking they keep viewing this gap as like, surely something should have come from this time, but do you think we have to just look at that gap as like? a sunken lost era and like actually just treat Overwatch 2 as like when it launched like that's when they've actually been doing the things that they're giving us now and so again if we get the PvE missions now it's gonna be another year before you actually get a vague version of what you want from your PvE missions of like they're gonna be replayable they're gonna have depth they're gonna have some of these ideas that these guys talked about
1: um yeah so like towards the end of Overwatch 1 I actually like quit the game because it was so stale, like, they weren't putting out patches or anything. And so for a while, I was, like, very, um, I guess, salty towards the idea of PvE at all, because it's not something that I ever asked for. You know, I'm a PvP person. I just wanted, like, balance updates and stuff like that, like, new heroes. Um, <clears throat> So I was pretty salty about PvE, like, overall, like, for a long time. But, like um i think that i have sort of like you know uh reframed the way i think about it it's just like something extra to do i guess and i would like if it was really good but it seems like the the devs sort of maybe because they've been working on it for so long or they've been like patching it up you know because like you know guru said like the rotating door of employees i guess They've been working on it for so long that maybe they are kind of tunnel visioned because a lot of the things that we were suggesting to them, they were like, that's a really good idea. Like, we never actually thought of that before. It seems like, you know, maybe they do like read forums and stuff of people's ideas, but maybe it's hard to, I guess, decide which ideas people might actually respond well to or something. I, I'm not sure because. I'm I'm very sure that they do. Like they read the forums and stuff about what people want from PvE. But when we were suggesting things to the like small group of devs that we did talk to, they seemed like they had never thought of the ideas before. Carl, or, you been,
0: sorry, sorry to interrupt Ava Can finish your thought.
1: Um yeah, they seemed like they had never thought of these ideas before, and like these were new ideas to them, the things that we were suggesting that they do to make it more replayable, and yada, yada, yada. Um, but they seemed very like passionate. That's the thing. And like their passion is not necessarily gonna like make us want to play the game more. It shouldn't, it doesn't really like mean that much to like the replayability or anything, or like, should I? be fond of pbe just because the devs are passionate you know but yeah we
2: we have no obligation to or no no player or content creator has no obligation to like feel for the devs right it it's a very cutthroat world right now (laughs) in terms of video games like it's either good or it's not you know
0: well just quickly i'll just quickly interject on that and say we should feel for the devs but we shouldn't but that doesn't change how we feel about the game like, I, I think that's how mm-hmm, I would right. put that. that. Like, we should have yeah, empathy, yeah. but it doesn't change whether we play the game or not. Like, we're not going to play the game because I like Dion. And, yo, know, Dion's a nice guy. I, I like all the devs that I've met, but that's not. I'm not going to play because I'm like, yo, this one's for my homie, Dion. I'm fucking Yeah, really right well now. said. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. You know, Ava, finish your, your thought, and then I want to ask Carter um, something.
1: Yeah, so I think that the, the failings of PvE is largely due to maybe, you know, the higher ups. As people have been saying for a couple years now, which that doesn't mean that I'm going to play PvE, even if it's not what I want, you know, but it is something to consider, I guess. Because the devs all seemed very, like, passionate and, like, they really wanted to make it good. But, you know, there's, like, restrictions, I guess, on what they can actually do.
0: Totally fair. I mean, CarQ. Like, I think a lot of people are going to look at this when when Ava says, you know, well, a lot of suggestions we were making, people weren't even, like, the devs weren't even. Oh, like they're like, oh, that's a great idea. We didn't really think of that. Firstly, is that the sentiment you felt as well? I don't know if your feedback se- sections were together or separate, but like, I think a lot of people will look at that as very worrying. They're going to be like, well, why didn't they know to make a thing replayable? Like, was it not obvious? So, like, uh, what do you think?
3: Um. My impression was that they've they obviously shifted priority for the live service PvP game. And I'm just I fully believe that Overwatch is a fantastic PvP game. I was really excited and I had a lot of fun playing Flashpoint and this PvE is definitely now an afterthought. I'm still on the on the on the on the on the side of like it is a uh, there's just patching whatever they announced Their, their overzealous announcement in 2019. They're just like showing us the remains of that, and I think it should just be written off and just been like, okay, that was a mistake. We should just prioritize PvP, because I think this game is... There's no other PvP game like this. Like, you know, I'm I'm, going to go full, like, Overwatch bootlicker right now. Like, there is no FPS game (laughs) that doesn't like Overwatch. I'm sorry, this game is, like, so fundamentally good at its core on the PvP side, and it just feels like this PvE stuff so far has... Not lived up to the same expectation because people are putting that, putting it on the same expectations, um, because of what they can do in WoW and other PVE specific games. But I just don't even think they have the resources to make at this time, unless they really dedicate a ginormous team to it. Which maybe it seemed like they did at the beginning, but like honestly, I would say just, just, just go more all in on this PVP flashpoint. Maybe more new game modes. Like I think it's, it's. It's a PvP game at its core, and yes, the the feedback, some of it's just like, oh, we hadn't thought of that, it's like, oh. Okay. <laughs> I think they definitely just haven't given it a... They just haven't given it a thought, so much thought in the last year, because like this was probably like something they've been working on for a... Like, I'm sure, because this Rio mission was playable in 2019, right? So this was done... I'm sure like the baseline of this mission and story was done, like, five years ago. That's what I think. 2018, 2019. Um, so <laughs> yeah. this team is just cleaning up, cleaning up the last bit and just putting that part public. And yeah,
0: I mean, it, it kind of leaves, like, I really appreciate you guys giving me your insight and your input. It, it leaves a lot, a lot more questions than it answers though. Cause again, you know, you, you guys are right in that there's a lot of upturn, right? There's like a lot of turnover between the developers and, mm-hmm it almost sounds like now the pve has become the afterthought for years people were like oh they're neglecting the pvp because the pve is where they're at now you're kind of saying oh actually Mm -hmm. the pve almost is the afterthought they're back to pvp but i think fans of both ends of that look at that and say well we haven't got that much for either so they're very confused about this 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 gap Uh, i want to quickly clarify what megan the community manager is saying in, in my chat she says I can't speak for all the devs or even behalf of Jared or Aaron, but there is a difference for us between, hey, we thought of this idea versus, hey, we had four people in the community telling us they really want this thing. So I think that's a fair clarification, which is that maybe sometimes when you say ideas, they might have like, some dev might have floated that idea, but maybe it's, you know, either they weren't very confident with it or it was shot down versus, hey, our, our community members are saying this is something they really want and would value. So I think that is an in, like uh, important distinction to make. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's yeah. also
2: a legal issue in in that area so like I don't know it could be like stealing ideas or stealing concepts um I remember one of the the art devs talking about it so it's something to consider
0: you mean in um, terms of incorporating also... some ideas sorry sorry Guru, just to finish guru's point like you mean in terms mm-hmm. of or incorporating ideas from other games you mean
2: yeah like say say uh you're a fan and you sent in a concept to a dev now the dev can't use that concept because um you know it's, a, it's right someone, someone else's will idea. say you stole
0: my and, thing right okay. yeah
2: and even if like they they see it and then two years down the line they they you know the idea circulates in their head and they forgot about the you know the, uh, a fan sending in the concept if they use it now they can get in trouble because it's like oh i stole this from a fan but like yeah i don't know
0: so moral of the story is stop making fan art, guys. Just, just stop right <laughs> now. If you, if you want something exactly. to be made, don't make it. That's how you do it. Okay. Yes. Uh, Ava, sorry I, I cut you off. You had something you wanted to say.
1: Um, I also think a lot of the feedback that we were giving them was coming. If we were all like top 500 players. So a lot of the feedback we were giving them and suggestions was from that point of view of like making it more... Uh-huh mechanically challenging and things like that, which is not necessarily what everyone who plays the game is going to want, and maybe the devs didn't think of it from that perspective, because they're right. not top 500 players, most of them.
0: That's entirely fair. Yeah, and again, it we're a we're, we're different ahead, group.
1: Yeah,
3: Oh well, sorry, I just want to say, we're we're like a, the group that was brought on, we're, like I said, our bias is we, we play PvP, we're top 500 competitive ranked players, so like, you know, um... And I think what you i just wanted to add like when you mentioned earlier that you know i kind of shield like the empathy for the devs but then yeah as a consumer of the game it, it is kind of like it does feel a little disappointing that that was the the iteration of PvE we got which is why for me i just want to say that's why i kind of wrote it off i'm like this is just a pvp game now that's core i i just right. don't think and like you said, I just I have to see it to believe it first that it'll it'll be like super replayable and have all those assets and, and, and things that we suggested. So for now, like give me more give me flashpoint and some more PvP stuff.
1: Um,
0: Interesting. Yeah, Ava, go ahead.
1: I, I wanna add, um, From my perspective, the PvE sort of just seems like a method of delivering lore about the mm. characters and about the game rather than like becoming its own like Dark Souls game or something like that.
0: And it's an interesting thing to note because uh, as you guys already pointed out like you know, there is a whole section of players who are only only care about like the lore of, of Overwatch, right? They're they're only really interested in like shipping the characters or like figuring out the backstories of like who came from where and what was what did they mean for them. And you know, while us the players in this call, probably a lot of the players listening right now, you know, you're, we're kind of Again, we're, some, we're people who play the game a lot or at least I used to mm-hmm. and, and kind of want to keep playing the game repeatedly but for a lot of people that isn't maybe even the target demographic. For them, it's like, I don't mind playing a game for an hour and a half, getting a good lore content out of it and then that is all I'm really after. I don't care about playing it 10 times and defeating the enemies in different ways and blah, blah, blah. I, I'm happy with just that little dose of story. So that is something that should be pointed out. Um, but again, I think the problem is that over the years, we've had so many hopes and promises of like what we thought the PvE was going to be that it's just inevitable that so many of us who've been engaged for so long are just like, is that it? Kind of feeling that, that this is mm. this is what's left. Kark, anything on that yeah. before we move on to Flashpoint? I just think that, yeah, the biggest... Obviously, we can't turn back the
3: clocks now, but obviously, the biggest perhaps mistake or regret was just like... An- over-announcing like the over-ambitious project and um, you know it's it's just a shame you lose because like I think Blizzard was supposed to like this game was supposed to cast a wide net and like you know attract a brand new audience and make people who have already quit the game return in hopes of this but because this is it's like, OK, that's why it was a 6.5. Like, I don't think this is enough to bring those players back. And uh, for me, i maybe I've gone through all five stages. I'm in the acceptance part <laughs> now. I'm like, all right, this is this is just it. So let me just <clears throat> enjoy PvP and Flashpoint and all that stuff because. Yeah, but I am not that target market. So like I said, it's a shame because there are people who just like to sit back and just, you know, shoot endless waves and hordes and do all this fun PvE stuff. But I've never been that player anyway, so like, I guess not like a major loss for me personally but yeah It I can't speak for everybody it does seem like just a good
2: it. mode if like I don't know you're trying to dodge a queue, like you keep playing against the same guys hmm. whatever it does <laughs> seem like a good like okay I'm gonna go relax in a PVE maybe invite a couple of viewers whatever And just like <laughs> avoid that's comp weird. for a second yeah
0: that's a very very niche uh niche market there the people dodging stream snipers <laughs> yeah well, or just I Q dodging yeah Eva maybe I even did, warm yeah. it up or something I don't know
1: Um, I I wanted to add that um, the devs themselves as like handful that we met, the sentiment from them seemed to be like they want to stop promising things and they want to just start putting things out there and getting feedback on it and like going from there rather than just like promising things like they have in the past.
3: 100%. Yeah, just get it in players' hands and w- iterate off that rather than. Yeah, they than, kept saying that. that was, let's, yeah. We're going to do mm-hmm. this. We're going to do this. Okay, let's just see it first and then go off that. That's, so that, interesting. Feels, that, that Yeah, feels I like mean, it.
0: it. The fact that all three of you almost independently have got that sense d- does tell us that that's either what the devs believe or certainly that's like the, the messaging that's coming from the Blizzard side is like, our emphasis now is get it to the players get it to the players which to be fair is how they approached or to the early access as well right that was the messaging around mm-hmm. then which is like we just want to get the pvp in the players hands i will i will kind of uh, dwell a little bit more on something you said later on which is that about supposed to bring in a whole new set of players and how or watch like you know whether now we're just going to re- refocus on okay just go back to what we have right now go back to the pvp community and it, it will disappoint the people who wanted to come back or wanted a reason to come return to Overwatch but we'll talk on that in a minute. First, let's just keep going on what you guys got to experience, which is Flashpoint. So, obviously the new PVP mode coming up. Um let's see, what should we talk about? I mean, firstly, we've kind of got some information on it. Let's just give me your feelings of like just the general game feel of Flashpoint. Like was it fun, better than some of the existing modes, worse than some of the existing modes? Guru, you go first.
2: Uh yeah, it was it was really fun. I mean, it's something new, so and yeah, I love anything new in Overwatch. I've always been like that. Um, it was something new, and, and the map was huge. The map was so big. It was, big; it was fun to explore. And like all the points are different. Um, some man, it was kind of difficult because we had a mix of players. Like we had some devs, and then we had you know five support mains or whatever. Um, so it was <laughs> oh, some yeah. of the, the teams, it, it was kind of snowbally, but I think that added like a lot into it. It was hard to balance the teams correctly. Um, but yeah, I thought it was fun. It was like, yeah, anything new is really fun.
0: Nice. Uh, Ava, what was your thoughts on just general sentiments on Flashpoint? Was it something you enjoyed?
1: Um, yeah, I liked it, but it's a new ranked mode. So, of course, I'm going to like it because I just like anything new for PvP. But, um, I would say, like, something that I think about the map that we played, which was the... Indian map. I can't remember the name of it, but it wasn't the Junker Town one. It was the Suravasa, yeah map. yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, each of the points, because there's, like, five different capture points, you know, and it picks three of them. Um, each of the points kind of felt set up differently, so, like, different team comps might be better on each individual one, but you might not necessarily have a chance to be, like, swapping your team comp up. So I think there's, like, there's like a lot of RNG involved. Because um, you might start on a... Because it always starts on the same point, which is the center one. That's what they told us. So you might start on a comp that's, like, good for that one. But then you're, if you win that one, your comp might not be the best for, like, the next point that it goes to.
2: Mm. I, I think it's going to make the other mode seem stale. Because <laughs> no, it's, really? like, this... Yeah, yeah, it's like purely fight base. You're not really like holding one spot necessarily for too long because the 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 percentage it takes faster. I think it's like way faster. Early. Yeah, yeah. Was, I think it was yeah. like two times two times as fast or something. Which is something we talked about. Like, hey, maybe this is too fast. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So everyone seems to be saying it. So it seems sounds like a very chaotic, almost like you know old Halo deathmatchy kind of feel to it, where like everyone's flying around and fights taking place. Everywhere. Is that what you felt, Carq? Like, was it very Like, just the action is, like, a lot higher pace than what we're used to?
3: Yeah, so, uh, I had a lot to say about this one. Um, obviously, you, you can't know if you just play it, like, three times. You, you... This goes on the whole, like, philosophy, get it in players' hands right now first and kind of see what the feedback is. But first impressions after, like, three games, and which is also a good thing that's not coming into ranked right away. Thank God. Like, put it in quick yeah, play. Yeah. let Like, you know, millions of people play, like, get a million-plus games on it to get some data to be like, okay, does everybody agree this is too fast? Because Aaron did say that, like, you know, once you play it more, it won't be as confusing, obviously. But, like, he's because, like, we all thought the map was big and, like, it felt like some spawns were really far. He's like, well... The more you play it the less you'll feel that and i think most of the a lot of the people who played it be like yeah it's true all the devs are like it doesn't feel as long after a point so in terms of like how it plays and the balance i do think it's too quick it ticks so fast and what Ava said with team comps on certain points like if you just spend like 10 seconds be like wait should we switch comps like if you just spend like five seconds thinking about that you're losing like 10 15 on the point already it's like, yeah it's done like you if you lose one fight it feels like it, it almost can't go back and take a second fight you have to like guess where the next point is but you don't know where the next point is so it's like where should we like strategically stay to like go to the next point early we don't know maybe the center is the best spot after the first point because there's like you know four other ones because that would give you the equal distance between any four points does that mean you do take a fight in the center um so number one the point ticks faster number two the downtime between the next point unlocking i feel like is kind of short i think it's like 30 seconds right now again this is only three game impression But 30 seconds feels kind of short, because like, if it picks somewhere that's like farther than where uh, you are positioned, it kind of feels like once you're there, it's already like, and the other team was just just so happened to be closer to it, they're going to have an advantage to cap first. And um, and if they cap first, they're going to be all the way to like 60-70% done before you even take a second fight, because it goes so quick. So I was thinking more downtime between the fights is good. You can also play around the corridors and long hallways between points, because the map is beautiful. There's like so much surrounding things you could do with the different sight lines there that i thought they could capitalize on with a bit more downtime between points unlocking so even if you lose on like the transition period to the next point there's um you know there's uh there's time to kind of regather change comps and maybe by the time you take a second fight yes the other team caps first but they're only at like you know hopefully under 20 percent and not like 70 percent done already because for the reasons i mentioned before with the timing so pacing is fast like these are going to be like less than 10 minute games um, for sure. Which is not a bad thing. Push is only ten minutes. Um but yeah.
0: There's definitely been yeah, an emphasis I... on, on shortening or oh, watch games. Sorry, Guru. True, we're gonna ask True. you a question as well. It's like, yeah, push is low, smaller, shorter, and this seems shorter. Like I I'm just picturing I'm just trying to picture this in a solo queue environment, Guru, and like it just sounds like it's gonna be a fucking mess. Like you think it's gonna be very yeah, again, just very brawly, like just people people taking whatever they want. Oh. Like I think the strategy sounds like it's gonna be very hard to manage for anyone in solo queue.
2: Yeah, man, we're we're not average solo queue players they're not like overwatch you know this is not overwatch league scrims we don't need to have like an idea of how to play exactly the same every single time you need to be if you're playing comp you need to be fluid and play with what you have i wish they would just send it you know just send new characters into ranked send send whatever into ranked like it's a brand new season i wish they would that's what they do in league of legends like brand new characters out send it into ranked um Yeah, I don't know. And it seems to work for them. And it adds to, like, okay, this is a new season. What's new about it? Oh, I'm playing the old season for two weeks, and then there's a new map. (laughs) And, like, I don't know. I wish Top 500 would have come out instantly. Maybe a week. I don't know. I wish it it is a week now.
3: It's not two weeks anymore. It's a week now.
0: Chaos chaos is a ladder, says Guru. Like, Guru's like, just throw it in. Yeah, he likes the chaos. uh... (laughs) He loves chaos. <laughs> Ava, Ava, I have a question for you, and this is a, a wider topic I, I want to discuss with the rest of the guys as well. But like, is are we getting to a point where we've got like too many ranked modes? Like, because there's like many layers to that. So first, first layer is for someone who's like new or learning or watch, It's it's kind of hard. Like you know, you got we got pu- the mechanics of push. We got the mechanics of escort, which are different to push. Like how the payload works. We got control. We got hybrid. And now we're getting you know, Flashpoint as well. So firstly for a new player, like those are all very different things that you have to learn. The maps are different, but also there's the question of like ranking players based off of their ability to play Flashpoint versus their ability to play Escort. Like potentially those could be two very different types of game mode, right? Like the way you win is like kind of different. And those skills that you need are kind of different. Are we getting to a point where it's like almost like it's going to be hard to like manage all that in one mode? Or are you happy to have Flashpoint in amongst the mix of everything?
1: Um, I'm happy to have it because I think like the more different the game modes are, the more well-rounded a player has to be to be rated highly. And like we've had some some issues, I guess, with like uh, across the board players being boosted, you know, so like everyone was grandmaster a couple seasons ago. Um, I think that adding new stuff like this also can like prevent. That from happening because smarter players are going to perform better on newer maps, map types, and stuff like that. Um, I'm like, I'm all for it too. I'm kind of similar to Guru. Like, it doesn't have to be so like serious. Like, we don't have to wait two weeks to get used to Life Weaver to put him in rank. I would, I would like if he was just in rank from the get go. It would be fun, you know. It's for fun.
2: Car- or at least, like, te- you know, if we're gonna be testing stuff, open up the, the test server, or something. Or
0: well, the experimental card, which I don't think is coming for a while, but... Yeah, I mean, Karki, oh, do yeah. you concur, or any thoughts on the question asked?
3: Um, I don't think we need a baby, anybody. Like, this is not even that complicated. Maybe it's because we played it so long, but, like, you have so many other games that are way more complex than this. I don't think there's, like, that, that, that question of it being too many game modes. I think it's... We have uh, five game modes, six. That's not that bad. If you queue up, like, cod there's like you know like 15 of them off the rip you play league of legends you play dota there's hundreds of characters we're at 36 (laughs) but Um,
0: but in well to 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 analyze that point a little bit in 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 mobas though the 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 map is the same the game in the map is the same so like that that variable is not gone. you know watch we got different modes and different heroes and okay. again, in, in like Valorant or Apex, it's again, it's just the one mode, right? It's like, yeah, there's three, four maps in Apex and there's a lot of maps in Valorant. Again, it's, so, so so just to give reference to someone who's like, I, I, I've i been messing around with other games, spent a week playing Apex, spent a week playing Valorant. It was quite confusing getting into Valorant because I'm trying to learn a lot at the same time, right? Because I'm trying to like, mm-hmm. there's obviously the fundam- the core fundamentals of the game they're trying to focus on, right? Which is like, okay, I want to aim and flick and crosshair placement, blah, blah, blah. But then there's like, oh, this map has completely different angles that I've got to, you know, like, because again, like, let's say the Valorant example, one of the most important things like having your crosshair at the right angle as you're swinging, like you're peeking to hit someone. Well, on this map, I don't know where the like head height is because this is like a downward slope. So when I swing on this corner, like my crosshair isn't at the right place. So like that's jarring for someone who's already trying to learn something else. Plus, on top of that, you add that there's like this character his flash is now like this like the previous character you the flash if you shoot it it'll stop the flash but this guy's flash if you don't shoot it like it won't do anything and you gotta turn away from like so it's like there's a lot of elements i know we take it for granted because we've played this game for so long so just having flash point is like big whoop but again it's like for someone who's like Oh, I thought in Control, the- like, we just had the one point. Oh, now we got three, and, like, oh, shit, it, it caps really fast. And, like, oh, the spawn change, you know, so like, there's a lot on top of the characters also changing things.
2: Okay, yeah, that's actually a really good point on the, like, different things being capped at different times or, like, you know, different timers or whatever. But do you think the the learning curve is too big on Overwatch? I feel like it's, you know...
0: I think it is I think it's I think it's a general problem amongst live service games is that the demand to keep releasing new things is contradictory to then allowing someone to get in and and start from scratch. Because it's like like i i I found it hard like i I play games for a living and I found it hard to like learn like eight things in one go you know like unless you dedicate yourself mm. to like i'm gonna grind this game, you're like just gonna get shit on for like not knowing one of twelve things you know what I mean yeah I, I mean, well that's a quick place some- for it right, yeah.
1: I have something to add. Um, I think, like, I've been playing Overwatch since it was released, basically, but I think um, I can see what you're saying about, like, if you're new to the game, it might be overwhelming, but also Overwatch has all of these characters in it that are built to be, like, accessible. There's characters you can play where you can just kind of coast with your teammates and, like, learn the game that way.
0: You want to name any like- and make a bunch of people mad? oh okay
3: don't get me fucking
0: started
1: okay well I will say for the DPS role when I was learning I picked Torb and I I picked Mercy to learn the game so there's that yeah Mercy on support Torb on DPS you can kind of just coast on those characters and like watch what everyone's doing and learn the game
2: don't forget Junkrat bro I could could be taking (laughs) Never mind.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thought okay, we'll
2: about here. it. He thought he's like oh.
0: I mean, okay. So what you were saying is like, okay. Well, actually, at least Overwatch has some characters that kind of can can make the game easier for you. Is that, is that again? Is that something you would concur with Carq like that? It's not. Uh, yeah. It's not going to be overwhelming.
3: I, I think so. Like I, uh, There's also like, you can just queue into, disp- you know how you say like we have less heroes than like the other titles, but you have to multiply it with the different game modes. You can just queue specific map modes in arcade, can't you? I remember there's like a payload only or escort only, or when the new map comes out, you just queue that map in arcade. That's what I did. I remember when Shambali Monastery came out, there's an arcade mode called Shambali Monastery. And I was like, okay, I'll just play this a few times to kind of just like, you know, get the map knowledge in. You can you can do things one thing at a time. And like, as long as you don't play ranked, I totally don't think that the learning curve in this game is actually as complex as it seems to be. But of course, I'm omega bi since I've been playing since the beginning, play games for a living. Um, and that's true, though. That's another that's like a different philosophical question on like how like in a live service game, you're always going to add new stuff. So how do you like curb that like learning curve and that layer of complexity? Because you're always adding new stuff and you're not removing things for the most part, unlike two CP. So there's, it, things will always be added and not really subtracted. So, you know, it comes to a certain point where you just have to, like, you know, feed feed little bits at a time in arcade modes or something just to, to, to you know, to I wonder, learn it slowly.
0: I wonder off the top of my head, because obviously Overwatch will say, well, we have a first-time user experience for people who are genuinely brand new. Um, mm-hmm. you know, where you, you you have to unlock all the heroes slowly, and you're playing in a pool of people who only have the same heroes. I do wonder if at some point they should just implement like a because Dota has like an easy mode. Uh, is this easy mode? No, I like Overwatch should maybe have like one of those easy mode type things where you just maybe only like a few maps, a few he- like lock out a much most of the heroes and just like learn the basics, right? And like take out a lot of like let's say a lot of the quote unquote DLC heroes, just like simplify mm-hmm. the game. Let people like get the fundamentals, and then you can like throw them into quick play. And now all the heroes are there, all the maps are there. So like that's just off the top of my head of something, but
3: uh... versus AI. Oh, I have a story. Oh, I have a story for the people who are from my community here. But I, I could wait. I can wait. Let Guru go first. No, I
0: mean you can you go. Go ahead, Guru.
3: That, that seems like something
2: that you know maybe down the. Li- I don't know. I, I feel like part of the part of the online games and like these PVP games is like is the learning process. That's the fun. So like I don't know maybe something down the line that would be good for like a simplified, but I feel like there's the characters in Overwatch. They're not too complicated, you know. They they're, they they hold W and they shoot for the most
0: part. Mm. I think I think that's you as a, a very very talented player talking guru. Like I I you I think, think so. The, oh, I think I think, think
2: characters complicated besides Life Weaver.
0: I mean I it's all of them. What do you mean? Like I think like if you if you don't know what a guy does, like figuring out what they do and like how to play around it is very hard. Like I I think like. You walk up and suddenly like there's a Kiriko in your face who goes bonk and like everyone's like ghost form. And you're like, what's happening here? And then she like zips off and teleports off. And now there's like a little green path on the floor. And you're like, what the fuck is the green path? And all of a sudden these guys are like steroid juiced coming at you. It's a lot. like it's, And that's if you can even process each of those individual parts as five other people are doing their own version of that. So I think it's a lot. like I'm not I- saying that it's, it's, it's like impossible, but I, I do think it's a lot.
1: Uh I'll be honest here, as someone who like doesn't read the patch notes, I learn new things about the heroes like all the time. Mm. Okay.
2: Yeah, maybe okay. I'm maybe I'm wrong on that then.
0: You're just too good, man.
2: You just you just, You're just too cracked at the game. like
1: some people don't know shooting Zarya bubble charges Zarya.
2: Maybe things, you know they you don't know, need they don't need, to, need to know about art. it, like necessarily in order to uh i don't know learn the game right that's fair as well like you
0: don't you don't have to know every single intricacy to be able to play the game that's also fair i mean this is all i mean i kind of took us on a tangent but like it was just a little side thought that because none of us are new players so it's really hard for us to guess i'm just going off of again my experience is trying to learn like these other games but yeah kark you have something to add
3: i talked to the literal most
0: casual
3: player ever so this is a story Okay, so it starts with Bad Pachamari, okay? After the announcement of uh, PVE being thing, he like, just, he just DM, mid- midstream, he just whispers, he's like, yo, do you wanna play PVE? I'll send you an invite. I was like, what? He invites me and we go into versus AI mode. As a joke, that's the mm-hmm. PVE, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's this guy on my team. And then we were kind of just like, it started off as kind of like a joke first, we We're memeing, I was like, oh, like, do you know, do you just like, you know, playing, he was playing Mercy against AI and stuff like that. And then I was just talking to him and he was like the nicest guy ever. He's like this, he lives in this island of Spain. Like when we talk casual player, he was the definition of it. Cause then uh, we I interviewed him after and he was like super, super nice about it. And he was just like, yeah, I just like playing AI. Cause it's, uh, you know, playing in quick play, another thing feels like studying. Or something like that. I, I, I can't remember what he said, but he's just like it is. There's like layers of complexity, and he enjoys playing against AI, and it's relaxing for him. So I think that's you say like there there is complexity to the game, but there are modes and ways for those players to enjoy themselves. And he genuinely looked like he was having a good time with it. So I I just I just thought that was just something fun to point out that like we can we there there are modes accessible for people who don't want to like learn all the complexities of the game and he doesn't know all the interactions and that's okay he's just like i just like playing get ai that's it
0: that's totally fair uh, i mean again it's it's hard for us to really comment with any objectivity like it's we don't mm-hmm. have the information blizzard knows what, how, like how many people are playing what mode i have no clue so if it is, the, if there's a AI epidemic going on, like people playing against AI all the time, like I'm all here for it. Like, that's cool, man. Like I, I, I maybe I underestimate the ability for people to learn off of that mode. So yeah, I'm all for it. um Going back to Flashpoint then, before we move on from that, any other thoughts? Like what was your takeaways for like, do you think the mode is comp ready? And if not, like, what do you think needs changing? I I've, I know you, a couple of you have mentioned faster. Like the, the point is a bit too fast, but you guys think it's like ready to go? Uh, Ava, let's I haven't heard from you in a bit. Like you think it's it's good for comp?
1: <laughs> um I well, okay. I think I would be happy to see it in ranked, but that's just me. Um I think, you know, there, there there probably should be a grace period where people are playing it in quick play first. Um just to get more input on it before like everyone plays it in ranked, I guess. Because the the things about it, I think that need adjustments would be easy for them to adjust. Like, it probably oh, wouldn't yeah. take too long. Like, adjusting the tick rate of the point and things like that.
0: And as Kark, you said, maybe the gap between when the points unlock? Is that something, Karku, you were saying?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Like
3: Ava said, it's super easy to just tune those numbers. That's it.
0: But you feel like the mode is found like foundationally solid. Like guru, you you're like I I'm ready for this.
2: Um, yeah, I mean obviously I I, I love I, I would love to see it. Uh, there there was some map changes I think that could be changed right now. I think fair mercy is like dude, you play against Yazan on that mode. I think it's gonna be miserable, and I think fair mercy is just gonna run flashpoint. Uh, on the on the map we played, um, just because there's really really high ceilings. There's really really high high grounds um but i think they said they're gonna adjust that
3: or you know adjust some things on that so yeah Uh,
2: yeah i think it'd be good
3: slight tunings even guru found a spot i'm like you shouldn't stand here there's no way (laughs) i was
2: like come on man it's dude it was like the bottom you know the high point on eichenwald like the on the second point it was yeah. like I was all the way, I was essentially all the way up there on like a little bell as baby diva I was trying to look for a little squish you know I me mean? and, yeah. <laughs> and I was able to like lie on a side and run around the bell Of course you were Yeah it was it was a uh... guru yep. moment Unfortunately Carcue snitched and they're going to take that out yeah,
3: I was like, dude, like he launched a bomb and then, you know, when he fly out the mech, he was like all the way above on the bell. And I'm like, OK, like this sight line is kind of like, you know, it's so high up that like it's it's, it's basically that the the Nepal or not Nepal or yeah it's Nepal. You know what the ones with the elephants or whatever, you know, that middle yeah, yeah. point There's like that little tower in the center that like or right in the center where like Lucio's you're able to kind of like stand right on the top of like a <laughs> point similar kind of like that. And I'm like,
0: man, I. <sighs> Cock, he's like no 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 Mr. Nah, Keller Mr. Nah, Keller nah, nah. Guru C-
3: owner, C- Mr. get rid of this <laughs> <laughs> no that that's there's no way that should stay in the game that just seems kind of ridiculous but yeah um that's why I, I I disagree with like throwing it in comp that's too chaotic for me like one week in quick play to iron out some small stuff and then you can throw it in ranked
0: it's totally fair i mean to your point guru i think <laughs> i think playing against Yazan on any on any game mode and any map is a miserable experience as, as the only resident eu player here I could tell you that it's not very fun when the when the flyer guys come online, but yeah, okay. So flashpoint, I mean, that's exciting. It does sound like it's it's a fun mode, and and I look forward to kind of getting hands on it, like all the other plebs, at some point. Um, let's move on then to the other big, I suppose, news was the reveal of the Overwatch miniseries. Uh, I think it's also called Invasion or something like that. I've forgotten what the uh, actual name of it is. Or... No, Genesis. Genesis. That's what it's called. Um, so, yeah. I mean, we saw the trailer for it. It is coming out soon, I think, the first episode. It's like this week, I think. Um, and it'll be a three-part series. So, I have thoughts on it. but And, and there were some uh, thoughts that made people angry. But I'll I'll first defer to my guests. Uh, and Guru. Have you seen this? Are you excited about this?
2: Uh... I haven't seen a single thing about it. I'll be honest. They released it when I was out and I was on vacation. I'm not checking Overwatch, but um, <laughs> totally fair. Yeah, I, is it is it just like for those that don't know, is it just like arcane or is it like you know a bit scaled down?
0: What is it? Oof. Oh, I could get into it. Um, essentially, yeah. Can, so it's, can it's, you it's... give us a brief rundown. So the brief the brief summary is that it is a three part what has been titled miniseries. Uh, first episode runtime of five minutes. Second one is like six into something third one is like six and something or seven minutes or so far so a roughly like 17 minute runtime total three-part series is going up on youtube uh and yeah we'll explore the origins of like the 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 omnic uprising so like how Overwatch actually came to be formed
2: okay
1: so why are people mad about it people are mad
0: I'm mad, but I'll I'll go on that in a minute. Um, oh, <laughs> well, I'm people. I'm mad. I am people. Yeah, I am I'm people. the people. I am <laughs> the people. Um Q, any
3: thoughts? I am not mad. I think I'm 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 actually more excited for it. So I actually want to hear your thoughts on why why you're mad.
0: So so I should I should clarify. I I am not mad as in like I'm not mad nah. that we're getting it. But here's my POV and and I kind of so I tweeted and it it it, it launched a thousand tweets. Um that I was very excited when I heard the reveal, and I was like, someone was like, Overwatch miniseries is coming. And I'm like, yo, like, we're finally getting the arcane that, like, you know, we've all been dreaming of for like so many years now. And I I head over to YouTube and I'm like, yo, this trailer is hype. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. And I look at the runtime and it's like, okay, it's like, it's a miniseries, it's 15 minutes in total. Now, I understand the perspective that we should be grateful for whatever we get. But it's a business at the end of the day, so I'm not going to be fucking grateful. Like it's a it's a transaction. They wow. give us stuff, we give them money, and we have to we have to enjoy the stuff we get. Um, I have kind of two problems with it. One is that like, I think it's kind of deceptive to brand it as a mini series, because it's fifteen fucking minutes. Like, it's half of the episode of what a... Half the length of a normal episode of a series. So I think it's a little bit... I think it's a little bit of a marketing thing to brand it as a series, But basically, it's just the shorts, but packaged differently. Like, the Kiriko animated short is nine minutes. um. So, like, I think, like, just splitting... Like, you know, I I, I could get into the whole thing about that where it's like, yo, guys, check out my YouTube mini series like three fucking ep- videos at five minutes long. So I think it's a little bit deceptive to call it a miniseries but on top of that I just think that like my perspective on Overwatch in general and this kind of goes back to uh, the PvE point as well I think people when I criticize Overwatch or when other people criticize Overwatch people think that it's like because I'm a hater or I'm a doomer or I want it to fail it's it's the actual opposite I want Overwatch to be the best game out there like I want Overwatch to be the literal best game on the market because that's how I view it and that's how I saw it right like I to me, as Karky said earlier, I still think it's the best PvP shooter game ever released. Like that's that's me personally, but I don't think it's there right now. And I think whatever sentiments we may have about enjoying Overwatch, the public disagrees. You know, going off, I know the devs will be like, we have X ac- monthly active users, but the truth is that like by any objective metric, like it's underperforming, underperforming compared to like Apex, compared to Valorant, or uh, games outside of its genre, and. I look at things that they release, and what I want to know is, is it going to move the needle? Like, is this going to change how people fundamentally view Overwatch? And I don't see it in this series, and I don't see it in the PvE, and that's why I'm disappointed, right? Because I'm like, if I'm someone who doesn't care about Overwatch, or once cared about Overwatch and gave up caring about Overwatch, am I going to come back for an hour and a half of some PvE campaign? Probably not. Like, maybe I'll tune in, but is it going to get me back into playing the game? I doubt it. And especially not when we're not getting another story mission for a year, right? Or like the rest of this year. Like even if you do come on and you do enjoy the PvE, is it, is it going to bring you back to the game? Again, con- considering the game state, which I think is a little bit eh, I don't think so. And I look at the same thing for this series, where I look at it as a wasted opportunity. Where is this series, 15 minutes of content, going to get people engaged the way an arcane did for League of Legends, right? Get people tuning in and interested in the game. And some people said, you know, well, it's just a, it's just a start. Sab, like, it's just a tester. Maybe they're using it as a tester to see if like this idea works. And to that, I would, I would just be like, are they not paying attention to the entire world of like how gaming and and its accompanying media has done? Like, was Arcane not evidence enough? Was the Dota Dragons Blood anime not evidence enough? The Tekken anime, the Cyberpunk anime, all of which performed objectively well as media for their own games and got people interested and a standalone TV series themselves do we need a 15 minute miniseries test to see what everybody else can see which is that these things work and are effective for their game and if it is a test where like when do we get the real thing like if we again people are like oh it takes time to make these SEB yeah it does Arcane took like four or five years to make we're seven years into Overwatch now and this is when we drop the test. So what in twenty twenty eight or twenty twenty seven? You want the actual or what series to drop? Because like when I when I heard it, I'm like, yo, finally we got it. Yeah. Like the years of waiting, like we finally got that's it. Kind a good point. Yeah. Like that's that's when you like that's when you're expecting this test to come bear fruit. So for me, I'm like, I just again, this is the this is the the theme of it. Is like I'm looking and I'm like, is this gonna move the needle? And I think no. And if the answer is no. And what we're looking at is mediocrity. And I don't want mediocrity for Watch. I don't want it to be a mid-level game that people just like half-tune into. But that's what everything they're releasing right now makes me feel. The PvE, yeah. the story. So would you so, rather yeah. have
2: them just... I mean, if they have the choice of releasing this miniseries or nothing, you'd, what would you prefer? I mean, prefer? It's,
0: see, see, that's like... I appreciate where you're coming from with that, but I think that's also slightly unfair as a question because... Yeah, obviously it's better than nothing, but it also means that it's time spent doing something not so good, right? Because as the devs always point out, everything takes resource. So like when they're doing a X thing, they can't do Y thing. So of course, I'm yeah. happy that there is this thing, but that means that they're not spending time on a thing that would actually move the needle.
2: Sure, but maybe in order to work on uh, X thing, you need more people, you know, Available and maybe they don't have that many people to work on X thing, so they're working on Y thing. And oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I
0: yeah. finish your point. Sorry, I've been hogging the mic. No, no go
2: ahead. I'm happy to you know go back and forth on this.
0: I mean, I, I think sure, yeah. Like obviously, it's a resource issue, but that's what's disappointing is that they've allocated such few resources to making something mm. that I think everyone thinks would be great. Like I don't know a single person who doesn't think an Overwatch series would be hit because it's just it's just got better lore than all these other games. But if the res- if all we get from the resources allocated, and that's not, this is not a Team 4 problem, this is very likely an Activision problem, that mm-hmm. they have not funded more. But if that's all they funded, then I'm just very sad. And again, some people will say, well, you don't know, maybe there is a series in the works. Maybe there is, but I don't fucking know, and I'm not at the point of faith anymore where I'm gonna blind believe that there is an yeah, actual yeah. Netflix series mm-hmm. coming <laughs> until I hear about yeah, it.
2: You have yeah, no so. obligation to have faith in, you know, or to believe that something's coming, yeah.
1: I think, um, like, Overwatch Overwatch 2, I guess, they're sort of trying to branch out too much, maybe? Like, they're trying to be a jack-of-all-trades kind of thing, right? and mastering the things that everyone already loves, like, ranked, the PvP aspects, and, like, they they've always had, like, great cinematics. If they could make, like, longer cinematics that are, I don't know, like, not maybe not like a whole movie, but like longer ones. Everyone's always loved the cinematics. They love, the p the heroes. If they put all of their eggs into those baskets, rather than trying to do all these other little things, I think that might work out better for the game and for the life of the game.
0: Well, I think you're hundred percent right. I think, but that's also what kind of disappoints me. Is I think you're hundred percent right that they the approach or Overwatch 2, as far as I can tell is a doubling down on the existing community. It's like, uh, okay, we're just going to keep what we have, right? Because that's kind of what Aaron said in his blog when he came out and said, we were trying to make the MMO, we were trying to make Titan again, right? We were trying to make the MMO and we, we couldn't. So we're scaling back and going back to the PvP, the core game. And I think that's also what disappoints people, what disappoints them about the hour and a half story missions. What disappoints me about this is that yeah it's going to be great for the existing community but i i want it to be for more than the existing community i want it to be for everybody in the gaming industry to come and be like yo this is the game but you're right i think you're 100% right that they're just like no you know what we'll stick with what we have and again i hate to be this blunt but i think it's the acceptance of mediocrity is is what i see as Overwatch 2 is like we'll have a mid tier mm. we'll have a mid tier game with a mid tier amount of people playing it who give us a good amount of money Activision wins. Thank you very much. Goodbye, Karthi. You've been pondering for a while. Yeah. The, well, I think
3: those are two separate arguments that you made. Well, first of all, I don't think it's. Uh, I disagree with you saying it's deceptive. I think the whole branding it as mini. It's it's mini. Like, oh man, uh, come on, uh, man!
0: Fifteen minutes. <laughs> like you, can, you split listen. a fifteen-minute thing in three episodes. and Call it a mini series. Like I, I, I like that's really liberal. Short. Of mini. A short. A short is less
3: than 60 seconds on YouTube. The the Kiriko short, nine minutes. Hey, okay, animated short. This is mini. Listen, I was told my whole life length doesn't matter. So
0: True. true. Look, look, we're not gonna disagree there. But I mean, I just think okay, look, that that's that's like yeah, okay, I, I I will say that like that's not a big gripe. I just think it's a part of. Marketing in a way that's trying to get people to believe something is happening that's not in the same way that the you know, we had the whole is PVE cancelled or not discussion happen, where it's like, right, we still have PVE or Star Watch is PVE v PVP, bro. It's a fucking Doomfist AI and Torb turrets, like that's not PVE v PVP, but branding it that way makes it seem like it's more than it is. So that's kind of my point, but go ahead, that's not even Mm. the major concern. Carry on,
3: yeah. Um, let's like, I think if we're, I think I actually really agree with you saying, like we shouldn't accept mediocrity and saying like, this is good is accepting mediocrity. I, I, I'm I with you on like, I want we have greater expectations. If we're going to have like a ginormous series, I think it had to have been already planned like five years ago. But I don't think we're we're in that timeline anymore. Maybe I am accepting mediocrity, but like we, we get something now. And then or we get nothing for the next five years, because like if there was something in the works like a series like this, it, it would be had to have been pitched and started maybe like two years ago yes. already, and we're already like two years in development. And in three more years, something fully fleshed out could 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 come out, um, you know, on a different platform or whatnot as a full flush series. So, you know, um, and the whole like resource thing, maybe it's. Uh... Actually, wait. I had I had a point, but I'm not know how to articulate this.
0: Do you want to give you a second? Because I can chime um, in on something you just said, which is just like, uh, you, yeah. Do you want to carry on? Am I going to? It's just, it's just, yeah. It's just,
3: it sucks. It really does. That, like, we, we, we get nothing more than this. We, we, we want more. We don't want it to be mediocre. Um, we just need more funding. We need more, we need more people on this team, man.
0: Yeah, so again, to clarify, like I should clarify my own stance, which is that, yeah, it's not that I'm upset that we're getting this. It's that getting this is indicative that we're not getting something better. And that's what's disappointing. Mm. Okay, like, okay. Like, what's that? what that tells me is that I don't have a lot of faith in what's going on up there. If that this is what we get. Because, like, True. you know, I hate I hate when players, and I'm sure devs hate this too, when players are like, how hard can it be to do this? But this is actually an area I have personal, like, background in. So, like, I came from TV before I became a content creator. So I actually know what the process of like pitching a TV show and stuff is like cuz I've I've done that and I've had like shows or shows that I've been involved in that got made. Mm. This should be the easiest fucking sell in the world like this is. I promise True. you should, should be the easiest sell in the world. You bowl up to Netflix offices and you're like Hello, Netflix. Here's a game with 50 million fucking players. People, 50 million copies sold. 60, I think, by the end of Overwatch 1. 30 million players active in Overwatch 2. Netflix, we have a a population of 60-plus million people who will watch this fucking show... Give us the money. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Like it should be so easy to pitch this show. True. I promise you. Yeah, you and I can't defend that because
3: these, these, this is a rich company, and the fact yeah. that they have this IP that is horribly mismanaged, that has so much untapped potential, is extremely frustrating. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I. Ah, uh, it, it like there there is no game that has probably captured people's like um like the characters that have captured people's uh, attention like the way Overwatch has like it had there was so much more that this this game could do. Um So yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That that's where my disappointment lies. But I want to hear Guru. Uh, no, Guru. I agree you... with the I agree with that. Yeah. You okay, Guru? You, everything good?
3: Yeah, I mean,
2: you you said it, bro. I I I, I hate <laughs> saying that kind of stuff, just because, I don't know. I, I know, like, I've met the devs, and they're all, like, so awesome. And they, you know, they obviously treat us well as, as content creators, inviting us to shit and whatever. But, um, yeah, no,
0: you're, you're 100% right. And I do want to make the distinction, because, again, like, I, I, when I say these things, yeah, I, I'm not sure. trying to hurt the devs. And, oh, I, like, I love them yeah. all as individual people. And mostly, again, the blame, I, I'm sure most people agree the blame lies with higher-ups. Like, it's not Team 4, it's the Activision meddling. But in the day, again, as a consumer, like, I'm not going to sit here and caveat every single time I have a criticism of Overwatch that, oh, that's yeah. not about the devs, though. It's about, acti-. it's fucking the <laughs> totally. development yeah. of Overwatch. We're, we're, yeah, yeah we're, we're consumers of this product. We have the right to, you know,
3: bitch a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, quite yeah. a bit. <laughs> quite but, a bit, all, uh,
0: the, to- yeah, all the time. Never quite relentless. a bit. Yeah, we're like, okay. Ava, do you have any thoughts on the whole thing?
1: Um, I think the Overwatch community as a whole, for well, maybe, maybe, maybe not everybody, but a lot of us have just been clinging on to like the potential of the game for a long time and like thinking about like what could be, you know. But what we have now is a lot better than what we had like three, three years ago. Just like getting no content, no balance updates nothing really like echo was echo was just absolutely broken for like a year or two straight i think like double shield was meta for like so long um i'm just happy to be getting content to be honest because i don't know like what they're working with you know or what obstacles the devs have they don't share that all the time um I've, like, I've never really expected to get a TV series or anything. Although, like, the way that you put it, it seems like it would be pretty easy to, to get it done. But maybe they are doing it? I don't think that the miniseries necessarily means that there's no TV show coming. Because the miniseries seems like just another, like, small lore package, you know? That's what it
3: seems like to me. No, Yeah, you're right. I, I think I think this is all just like ROI. Did, how did the World of Warcraft movie do? They like what? What is Blizzard's like? What is Blizzard done in terms of like dancing with the idea of like you know h- like mainstream media in terms of movies, TV shows? Is it just the WoW movie? Is that it? Well,
0: there was, a, was is the WoW movie and the Warcraft movie the same? Are we talking about the same thing? Because that was yeah. disastrous. Okay, wait, so, it was,
2: okay, dude. Okay, yeah, it was disastrous, but like you know, it's kind of. It wasn't gonna be one of the greatest films of all time. It's just like, okay, this is, it.
0: you know, it's. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Watch I it. I'm rewatched just it about recently. The, re- the reception of it. I'm not, i not. didn't actually watch yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it they're great? on the they're on the page of like,
3: yeah, this didn't work out so well. So they tried it, and they're like, maybe we won't do that again, which is a shame. It because... is. A, it is
0: a good point you make because <laughs> the Activision whole franchise. I can't think of. Does Destiny have stuff? Destiny doesn't have like. Uh, cinema like a whole sh- sh- TV show. I think someone made a fan made destiny TV show. But I don't think they have like an official show. So you, that could be a very good point you're making, Carque. That maybe just like the Activision company have not have seen evidence, and that might be where this test theory comes in, right? Where they're like, oh well, we haven't seen evidence to justify why we should make a TV show because the one yeah, we time should, we made, yeah. we made a film, it bombed. So like, why would we do that yeah. again? But they did it early, and now they've seen iterations of what what it could
3: be. The cyberpunk was great. Arcane was great. I when I I watched the Warcraft movie as someone who doesn't play much WoW, and I was just confused. I think it was probably enjoyable for people who understood it, but like in story writing and narrative, uh, designed for like an entire new form of medium, like a movie and TV show, it has to be written in a way that anybody who hasn't played the game or understands the lore can understand it. And I think that's where Warcraft missed the mark. Because as someone who I know like characters like you know Deathwing and whatever, all that stuff, um, and like the you know you have elves and whatever, but you know. I watched it and I was just confused, but when I watched Arcane, I was like, people can they don't have to play League and they can understand this. You can yeah. watch Cyberpunk be like you, you, they explain it pretty well. So yeah, maybe Blizzard saw their wow one bomb before any of these other people did. It and they're like, yeah, this is not it. But I do think they should, 100% should revisit that idea and use the Overwatch IP and deliver a story that, you know, casts a wide net. Gets people in, and I think it's it's indicative of good movie writing when I can watch like the third, you know, Avengers movie and get what's going on or what whatnot. You don't need to watch like the first two, and I think a lot of movies are doing that where you have to put deliver it in a way that that does that. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. So to summarize, it should be good and not bad, which is the difference. It should between be good. The- oh. It should be
3: good, but too bad that they they bombed the first time and now they're probably hesitant. But come on, you guys
0: make a billion dollars, you can allocate some budget certainly, can't you? Some people in chat mentioned that I think there's a Diablo series has been confirmed, so maybe there's something that they're open to. And again, I, I want to go back to Eva's mm. point, which is that like you're right, Eva, that it, or Eva, it's like it's not that it, it this does not mean it's not coming, but I don't have like there's no indicator that it is coming, and I don't have faith that it is. Like if that makes sense, like there's no indicator that it is all. There's also a real series coming, and to me, like the mini series indicates time spent not on a bigger one, but that could be a false conclusion that i'm drawing so i appreciate i don't that. know about the i don't know about the the time spent thing i'm like pretty
3: sure they use different studio. i don't know if this is in-house well, it's, made. Not, it's not literally yeah you're thing. right but
0: it's i also Just would be surprised if they were to commission a mini series and then simultaneously commission a bigger series from mm, two different mm. companies like that what what's i i don't understand the logic of that like, because that would there's have to be also... a different. That would have to be a different studio. Sorry, just just finish. That would have to be a different studio, because obviously, if you give a commission to X studio, make us an Overwatch anime, they then can't also make a series at the same time. They are then spending their resources on making that mini series. So then you'd have to give it to a third company to give your actual TV series. <laughs> so like, why would we do that? Ava, um, carry on.
1: There's also, you know, the fact that they have a history of like promising things and then not delivering. So that mm. could also be an obstacle for them. If there is a TV show coming that they have not like t- told anyone about, you know.
0: It's true. Again, there's a lot of possibility. I, so again, I, I know people will be like, you're doomer recipe, but like that's I, I, maybe I am. This is where I am. I, my, I, 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 re- I require convincing. So there could be a lot of cool things in there, but I'm not going to sit and bank on them until I hear about them. So I sympathize that maybe the devs are like, oh, there is stuff coming, we just can't tell you. So be it. But until you tell me, I'm um, press X to doubt. Yeah. Right. Okay. Any more thoughts on that before we move on to talking about things like the World Cup? Anyone, Guru?
2: Um yeah, so uh we also like I presented a lot of ideas about like what they could do for skins. Um so in Heroes of the Storm, I think they did skins really well and they were taking well, it, it might be easier because they're allowed to take from different IP, or that's what it's called, IPs, different games. So, mm-hmm. like, they're allowed to take skins from WoW and, you know, all these different characters and, you know, cross, like, what's, well, so, Karki, you, you, you were talking about it with me, too. Yeah, and you, yeah. Uh, can you, like, elaborate? I'm drawing a blank here. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, well, basically, the other thing that Guru did mention feedback was, again, just being able to take from their IPs. They literally own it. Like, Hots did it. Heroes of the Storm, where they just like made the butcher as one of their the hooking guys, stitches. They made like you know, they have actually like Overwatch characters in Hots, and they had skins for those heroes that like are not in the game as of the, as of yet. So he was, Guru is just like you know yeah. letting the art director know that like you know this diva skin in Heroes of the Storm was like so freaking cool. Can we put this in Overwatch. They'd have to probably redo it to different you know MOBA game. Hots is top down. But like, you know, you just work off that idea and it's just like, yeah. It's just, you should do that.
0: The history of the Butcher is an interesting one because there's the Butcher, then there is the Abomination unit in Warcraft 3, which someone, Ice Frog, made into a Dota character called Pudge who hooked people, who then became Roadhog, and then Roadhog also was like characters in League of Legends and Dota. So and then now we're talking about here's the storm adding a stitch skin. And so there's a lot of like intra-Blizzard history with that character. But that's just a little interesting side note. Ava, sorry, you had something you wanted to say.
1: Um, yeah, we also talked to them about mythic skins. And they were asking us like what kind of stuff we'd like to see from mythic skins. Um, and I, I, okay, I told them that I really like when there's, like, different voice effects to the mythic skins. Like, if they don't have any special voice, I don't know. I find the the skins that have, like, different voices to be be better than the mythic skins that don't. And, like, cool, like, lighting effects on the skins and, like, masks and things like that. Like, Genji's mask. Um... Yeah,
2: I, I mentioned, uh, I like skins where you can't really tell what the character is. So like, you know, <laughs> Aliens are, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, Alien Zarya and uh, S- Siberian, those are the only two I used on Zarya. It's like, you know, she has a mask, she's in a set of armor. It's like totally different from all her other skins.
0: The counterpoint to that is that it then makes it hard for someone who doesn't know the heroes to identify what they're fighting. Because there's another yeah, problem I have. Counterpoint ha- to that, I, uh-huh, yeah, uh, go ahead. fuck them. True. Fair. Um, yeah. They, uh, go ahead, Ava.
1: They also like after we were talking about the mythic skins, they specifically asked like if we like it when um, this the mythic skins have like different voice lines for their ultimate. Like Junker Queen says uh, something about Greek mythology or something whenever she ults with the mythic skin, rather than saying like take him to the wasteland. Or whatever. And I think that we all agreed that we like that. That's just something I remembered about skins.
2: It, someone oh, mentioned uh, they wish they could turn it off though, and like, oh yeah.
1: Default.
2: Sometimes. Or, I don't that would
0: know. be True. a really good idea, I think. That would be really good. To
2: have yeah. Like for accessibility,
3: under accessibility options, turn off custom voice lines or interactions with skins. Yeah. That could be something that's toggleable. I mean, they added so many new accessibility options. People always ask, "Why is your cursor so big?" I don't know if you guys did that. I maximize the size of the. Line. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I, I did that. Yeah. Uh, I actually forgot Anyways. to ask you guys on this question, but um, on the monetization, did you guys get to talk to the like the devs about like how we're actually getting the PV? Because we know like it, I think some people were a little bit unclear on the fact that they were like it's fifteen dollars for this little bundle that gets you permanent access to the to the missions, like how exactly is it work? Were you able to talk to them about that? No.
2: What's what's confusing about it? I think some
0: people are like, does that mean that it's actually free and you pay to get it permanently? or I I think you're paying to get it at all, but I think some people were wondering if it's the the term, because there's a term in the thing that says you get it permanently. Some people were like, does that mean that actually the first time you get it for free? And, like, what happens when you it's been like a year later and like you don't, you know, exact, et cetera, et cetera?
1: I, I don't oh. think you get it for free.
3: No, okay. I don't think so either. Okay.
1: We Which is a shame. Specifically, but I yeah,
3: we didn't it. ask. Yeah, we didn't ask.
0: Okay. Chad is saying that it was confirmed, of it, but Chad is saying that it was confirmed that you are paying for it. Okay. Um, yeah. Any opinions then on the on the $15 bundle?
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, you. Yeah. You're, you're, if you're buying the Battle Pass anyway, like, it's five more dollars. And it, can't you, like, can't you buy it with coins, like, through the Battle Pass? Or is that is not a thing? Well, it probably
0: costs $1,500 in game currency, but obviously yeah. that depends on how you buy it.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, uh, you get the currency by doing the Battle Pass. If you're buying the Battle Pass anyway. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it seems like a fair thing to me. Like, if you don't, most people aren't going to want to play the PvE, right? Or is that like, I I feel out of touch, honestly. <laughs> it's, <what I'm> <laughs> well, it's hard I for anybody no to idea. say
0: what how many people will or won't play it, but yeah. right, yeah. Carq, you any thoughts?
3: Well, we're in a position where like Overwatch is our job, so it's like you know you have to like look at it from the lens of like a d- different types of players for sure. I think if you already buy battle passes in games and you play overwatch and you buy battle pass for overwatch i think it's a fine price i think if you're a free player um i would say yeah just you don't have to buy it and honestly just watch the cinematics watch a streamer watch it on youtube and then you assess later whether that's worth it to you that's always been my take on it like no one's forcing you to buy people will be like i i'm not spending 15 dollars on blizzard's game thing i'm like all right don't and i don't think you were the market anyways because <laughs> you no ne- you're never gonna play it anyway so it's you know just don't buy it. Spend, you never spend a dollar on this anyways, you cheap fuck. But yeah. like yeah. So but in any <laughs> case, like I said, if you if you're a battle pass buyer, I think it's fine. If you're not, then don't buy it. That's it. I just don't think it's um, good value if you're a free player. And if you do, it's, I it's fine.
1: Say, I, I will say I wish that you could just buy it on its own for like five dollars instead of having to spend True. fifteen. Because I think True. uh for the majority of people, like the average person, five dollars would be way more manageable than fifteen um and well, then more people would play it
2: yeah. yeah i bet most people don't complete the right. battle pass anyway right like
0: no i don't think they do i think so chat first thing to clarify is chat saying that you cannot buy the in-game currency you have to buy the actual bundle um and yeah, I agree with, I, I kind of felt this at the time as well when they announced this, which is that, okay, let's say that, you know, the bundle is is adding a discount. So let's say the mission is worth $10, the battle pass is worth $10, the sojourn skin is worth whatever crap you want to price it at. I still think I would have rather there be an option to spend $10 on the missions, if that's what they think. And then if I want to, I'll spend $10 again on the battle pass, rather than forcing me to spend 15 on both if yeah. I want just one that practice is yeah i don't i don't agree
3: with that where it's It's like you're lumped into it's very you're lumped into buying 15 outright instead of buying it individually which is i don't agree with that
0: yeah i think it's unethical and i think we were supposed to have gone past this when they did the kiriko bundle and they did this when they were like here's a kiriko skin that you can only buy in a bundle and everyone's like this is really lame why can't i just buy the skin and they were like we won't do that again fast forward they did it again so i'm a little bit disappointed on that one but yeah ava you're right uh any other thoughts on that front anyone no okay all right well i think as doomer as i have been and well as you know we'll be accused of being i know i know how it goes there's been one light of of ray of or of sunlight unequivocally i think it's the world cup uh, recently the Overwatch world cup has been going on seems like it has engaged the community very strongly everyone's really happy lots of fun things happening fun narratives uh some little bits of beef and controversy emerging too but yeah i mean how much have each of you followed the world cup and, and kind of how have you found it guru how much have you been watching if at all
2: uh i've been watching a little bit of the streamers um watch it i think it's really good and you know i think uh look at other games shroud has a really good system with you know just watching valorant for example like watching the pro scene i wish we could watch overwatch league like and the co-stream it on twitch but um i don't know i think it's really good for the community really good for the game and it brings attention to uh Everybody involved, and you know, community seems to like it for sure. I think it's good.
0: Yeah, Ava, have you been watching it?
1: Um. Well, okay. So, it's on like pretty much exactly at the times that I'm. So, no, I haven't watched it at all. (laughs) That's fair. I
0: also myself have not watched much, so don't feel guilty.
1: I've seen it's, like, crazy for the people that co-stream it. Like, it does so well for co-streamers. Um, and, yeah, I think it's it's obviously a great thing. I think there's there's some, like, there's some players that are on teams that are, like, controversial that maybe shouldn't be on teams. I'm not going to name names, of course, but I think, like, having some players represent entire countries um is always going to be a tough thing i guess because some people are just controversial people
0: <laughs> it's true kaku have you uh have you enjoyed the world cup
3: yeah i think the uh the co-streaming with with the drops has been uh obviously beneficial for streamers but like as overwatch overwatch as a whole right it brought like a whole new audience to like rally for their country and uh I think, um, I actually think this is just, like, the first part, because, like, a lot of these matches were kind of stompy, because, like, you get a lot of, like, you know, um, underdog countries, and some of them were, like, big, I mean, this is, like, a wide, wide qualifier with a lot of countries that may not have had, like, super competitive players, some teams were just rolled up with, like, you know, a couple of ladder players with, like, not too much like high level experience. You can see the skill discrepancy. I think World Cup's going to get even better. Hopefully we still get to continue to to co stream like the one when, when all the top teams start making it because this was like how many like 16 to 20, 30 teams. Um, once we narrow it down, you can get like close. I, I love like close matches. And I think it's 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 a lot more fun to watch that versus stomps. Um, but so far it's been it's been great. I have nothing bad to say about it
0: yeah that might be like a format thing that they may want to look at because obviously you want to give teams who we might call Mm -hmm. minnows right like underdogs the chance to qualify but yeah i think there were some meme matches where you know like team usa is just like shitting on people and put like putting people on off rolls and and trolling semi so well yeah you have to give them the opportunity to show themselves what if they
3: just like pull a pull like they're like a dark horse they just like absolutely roll randomly and like you know that's that's not even on that's on USA for trying to troll. Well, and team, can just win. team
0: Spain, for example, were a big upset to to qualify for for BlizzCon. They defeated you know like I saw lots of fun about that that they were you know never fancied to qualify and they did so that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been awesome. Uh, I think the World Cup has always been a, a big like a bit, you know we had a long break but it was always a, a big hype moment for the Dutch community. And I think it's been great to see people rooting for their teams unequivocal dub i think like obviously you know it can be improved like we talked about some of these format issues i, I know bad patchy mari was talking about a couple of things that he'd like changed and stuff um but i think a lot of the streamers did a great job of like putting a lot of attention to it there were some interviews afterwards flas was paying people gifted subs to to run like reinhardt and winston or whatever in <laughs> yeah, sort of awesome. matches or whatever so a little bit of tomfoolery occurred so yeah, it was, it was, it was great. Is there anything kind of more you'd want to see from it, uh, Guru? Like anything else you kind of wanted from it?
2: Uh, I think in-person events, but I mean, that's kind of difficult. Like in the first few years of overwatch, they were just flying people out to every single location. I think that was so cool, but I think it's a bit harder to do now. Um, I, I don't know. Budget. I think it's, it's fine as, as it is. I mean, yeah. not, I mean, obviously it could do improvements, but I can't think of anything.
0: Sure. And I think, you know, it's going to be cool when we come through in BlizzCon and, and you know, we, we actually get to see them play in person. That'll be amazing. Uh, hopefully we'll all be at BlizzCon to see it live. But, yeah, that should be amazing to, to see the teams compete in LAN. Yeah, A- Ava, what about yourself? Any, any sort of thoughts on things you you want to see more of in the, in the World Cup?
1: Um, well, like I said, I haven't watched it really. So anything I know about it is just from, like, what people are saying in discords or, like, on Twitter and stuff. Which, is like, there the
0: only... sorry like... I, let me just reframe the question Then, if you haven't really like seen it yourself if mm-hmm. you could would you watch it and if not like what would potentially draw your interest if at all if it's possible
1: mm. if i could i would probably watch it a little bit i wouldn't like no life it probably but i would like watch it when i have uh, some free time to watch it i guess and uh I think maybe something that would make it more worth watching would be of course I don't know how many player interviews they actually do but player interviews more player interviews of like people that I know already
0: right got you
1: team USA team Canada maybe some Europeans
0: sure some of those europeans uh i mean yeah i think i think the narratives are always what drew people i think earlier watch a lot of the big world cup players were, were content creators or right? streamers like seagull and xqc were playing mm-hmm. shadowburn was playing i remember like so there's definitely like an interest when you're like oh my god like you know guru and, and Avar are playing like oh i want to see what they now got to say like that crazy put so, us in world cup Put, put guru in let, right now um so that's interesting i think i think one thing i saw people say was that there wasn't a lot of support spectation which brought up the whole like mm. remember when twitch had the all access oh, pass that was could, crazy where yeah. you could like spectate a specific person's pv that would be amazing i think it would also go a long way for the co-streams because if you're a support streamer you may just want to co-stream a a particular you just just supports all the time you might just want to watch the supports all the time and be like oh my god they're doing this and they're doing that right so obviously i I think they did an amazing job but in terms of like keeping it going more awesome things to add i think this would be right up there we will uh, we should probably address a little bit of ugliness that took place which is the i don't know how much you guys follow this but like the beef of uh, the kingdom of saudi arabia's fans i again i want to i want to be clear that we're not we can't really generalize There was a some, a some section of some fans were on the internet upset about the pride icons that were used by some of the teams that face saudi arabia and they brought up the whole legality of like the pride icons and that debate so i'm just curious if any of you guys have any thoughts on that whole issue Carq, did you kind of were you aware of all this do you have any thoughts on it
3: yeah i saw it on twitter i just thought it was funny to be honest with you like it's what, just you the pride, pride icon trolling yeah, I was just like, uh, it was like, it's very, it is, it, it was just like, I just kind of sit in the sidelines and i was just eating my popcorn. I was like, I can't. They're getting super riled up over this, and you know, obviously the the really the the the, the really bad stuff that took place with like the really transphobic and and negative comments were were very putting and upsetting. But like, you know, the um, I just, I don't know, I don't know what else to say. I just. <sighs> <laughs> I did read it though I did I did mm. see bits and pieces of it
0: and again I can't say first time but from what I've read I, I've apparently the official watch stream had a lot of like real bigotry going on which I'm sure the mother yeah, is like were trying that's unacceptable
3: best.
0: yeah I'm sure the moderators were trying their best to keep it on lock but yeah it seemed like some of it brought out some bad actors uh, Ava I'm not sh- again I know you didn't watch the World Cup but did you happen to see any of this like on your social media like any word about this
1: yeah I did and it's hard to say like it is okay and what's not okay because of course like culturally i guess in the middle east they don't really do this kind of i don't like i don't know how to phrase it but they, yeah, like yeah culturally... like celebrate
2: pride and all that yeah it's, it's a, a weird, weird it's a weird thing but <laughs> then
1: okay so like blizzard is an American company, so then it's a question of, like, should the American company be, like, enforcing American values or whatever? But I thought, I, I could have swore I read that, like, if you're, like, in the Middle East, then the Pride content is, like, blocked. It is, yeah. So then, I don't understand where I guess the like, how did this happen, you
2: know? People would, like, see it, like, on the main screen and instead of, like, uh, oh, okay. the, yeah, their point of view.
0: Yeah, I but think to clarify, saw- I don't think the players at all were causing any problems or fuss. It was oh, of course, it was no, a lot no. of the fans that, that saw this on, like, the str- I think there were screenshots on Twitter and, like, sometimes it would appear on, like, a stream or something, and that's what some people got upset about.
1: <laughs> Do you know, like, They were punished, right? The people that were like co-streaming it and said like transphobic things. They were like punished by Blizzard.
0: Yeah, there was one streamer who was just openly being horrifically transphobic and they were banned from all future like Overwatch co-streaming, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I think again, most of it took place on on, 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 like social media. And obviously we don't wanna, I, I wanna be very particular here that we're not gonna try and paint an entire country or community as like by the actions of some people, but I was just curious. Yeah, I just wanted to ask if you guys had any thoughts on like, yeah, because it, it was definitely one sour note that I saw of like a little bit of ugliness. And I think it also just shows the importance of why we need pride and why like these, these icons and stuff are important because for so many people, just like a trans caster is bothering the fuck out of them. And and honestly, those guys can get fucked and shut the fuck up and get banned. So like, it's good that we should celebrate these things so that people learn to like deal with it if they have a problem because it's, it's definitely sure. a you problem.
3: yeah and tolerance acceptance, yeah. I don't. I actually don't know. I don't think the players were bugging at all. It's mostly the fan base. Not all of them, of course, but you know, some select individuals were really nasty. And uh, I'm glad that the uh, I'm glad that they were properly punished for that.
0: Awesome. Very good. Any other thoughts on the World Cup before we head to our like concluding section? No.
1: Um. I wish it was at a different time. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. that's a good
0: point. I think some people mentioned that it was. It's not always the most conducive times for people watching around the world and stuff as well. And they were kind of in this big burst, whereas maybe spacing it out a little bit more would have allowed more people to watch more matches like yourself.
1: Yeah. So like as someone who like didn't tune in at all, I had no idea like when specific matches were because like, you know, I never like opened the stream. Like I don't care because I... I'm not going to go look at the schedule because, like, I have other things to do. But, like, if there was a chance that I could have caught, like, one of the USA matches or something and I knew about it, then I would have. But because it starts at, like, 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. or something, I just don't ever go open it and, like, check it out, you know? It would
2: be interesting if there was, like, some in-game menu that showed, like, the scheduling. Uh, Maybe there is. I have no idea. Scheduling (laughs) it. Maybe you could watch the the stream in-game, like, in the client. I don't know.
0: That would definitely be, I think, a, a step that I'm sure Blizzard themselves would want someday. Because again, in Dota, you can, you can watch yeah. like ma- pro matches in game and stuff. So that would be cool. That would be cool someday if we can watch stuff in in the like you know like open up menu, World Cup, just watch it right there. So you don't even have to like go off the game. All right. Um. Yeah. Let's head to the concluding thoughts, and I promise you guys it wouldn't take too much of your time. Um yeah I mean, i I think everyone is kind of already looking forward to next season. Like any actually any word on this season and your kind of feelings over general before we actually talk about next season of like just how things are playing right now? Are you happy? You know, it's like the game state I myself haven't really played, so I can't comment too much. But are you happy with like the game state at the moment, CarQ?
3: Um, yeah, I think like you know, I've always said this is this feels like more of a PvP game, and like they're always consistently bouncing, tuning. There's patches, there's communication for this PvP portion. I think the game state's good. Minus Life Weaver. I still think they they missed the mark for him, which is disappointing for me and obviously season 4, I'm like new hero shake up the meta, but season 4 was completely just like no Life Weaver, no new hero. So this basically has been the same game since December when Ramatra came out, like the same hero rotation. I'll get the odd Life Weaver game, but like, you know, I actually think he's okay right now too, but like I think he needs a little bit more love still. But yeah, other than that, maybe it's getting a bit stale because it's been seven months since Ramatra came out. And since Lifeweaver isn't like a popular pick, it doesn't feel like it's changed too much. So like it's 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 a bit stale for me, not because like they haven't been doing things, but more because like nothing has shifted too much. Um, so I don't know, maybe a season six new support hero will shake things up with Flashpoint. So I'm excited for that. That's about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Guru you happy with the, the
2: Am I alone in this? Like, I feel like snipers got nerfed, but now I'm seeing more snipers, like, snipers more than ever. Is that? No. Nah. Am I alone? Maybe just Hanzo. Hanzo is like. Yeah, I'm seeing a so lot. much Widow at night. I mean, so much Widow, so much Hanzo. <laughs> Ash, too. I hate it. <laughs> I personally hate
0: that. But. So that's anyway. been bothering you, the, the sort of sniper dominance.
2: Yeah. I mean, as a tank, I mean, specifically, I've been a lot of junker queen it's just like dude i can't do it. i'm just kidding that's, that's probably why
3: they're picking it i mean, I mean maybe, if you sit on yeah. diva or
2: monkey they probably might not pick it as much <laughs> even then I, I do like lately i've been swapping it's like every I, maybe i'm playing against the same guys and they're all just like playing snipers <sighs> i don't know
0: maybe i mean you're allowed to express your experience that's why we have you here so mm-hmm. if your all experience right, has uh, been uh, that then
2: fuck snipers yeah there we go hey, my well, opinion. that's
0: totally fair ava has it uh, been sniper fest for you or something else
1: um. Well, when I duo with Guru, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but I've been
1: I've been soloing a lot lately, and uh, uh, the support role has a great answer for snipers, which is just Kiriko. Um, but I don't think the tank role has such a strong answer. Oh, it's um, like
2: I could pick Monkey, but then I get countered by the other tank, and then I could counter their tank, but then I get countered by their DPS, and it just uh, so much of it can feel out of your control on tank.
0: Fair point. I won't go down that path again. I'm sure somewhere, you know, all the tank mains are like, Arr! but uh, <laughs> we'll 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 leave that be for now. Um, yeah. So like so life weaver would. Yeah, shout out to Boger. Hopefully, maybe another set of buffs or something to to figure him out. That brings us nicely then to yeah, season six, new hero, new new map, some story missions, eventually hero masteries in the second half of the season as well. What are oh. you guys kind of looking forward to the most? Like, what do you, what do you really want to see from from season six? Like, what do you want when it launches invasion, as it's going to be called now? I think they're going to have names from now on. So, what are you looking for from from invasion? Let's go with Ava first.
1: Um, <clears throat> invasion is the PVE, right?
0: Well, they're calling okay, the whole so. season invasion because I think they're tired of calling it like a number because obviously, eventually, it gets stupid to be like season seventy-five. So, I think huh? this is going to start calling them names now.
1: Um, okay, yeah. So uh I'm most looking forward to the new hero, to be honest. Because the like one little like frame we got to see of the new hero was like so cool. (laughs) And I think like she looks like Sojourn kind of when uh in that frame like her gun is just huge and I'm I'm like hoping it's like it's just sojourn but like you shoot your teammates to heal them or something
2: i thought it was a, like a sword
0: i don't know it
1: was... looked like a big old gun to me I yeah. don't...
0: never has one <laughs> image been so analyzed as since the farah holding hands with mercy in the Overwatch community never has one <laughs> singular image been so analyzed as that one frame okay so you're kind but of hoping yeah. that it'll be like a, a sort of a, a FPS-y kind of support hero who like you know shoots her own teammates a lot like an Ana. I'm,
1: I'm hoping for a flex support basically because Livelyaver is more like a pocket support right um, so he's cool because he's new but I don't think he's like one of my mains but I'm hoping the the new one is like more aim intensive you know
0: Sure, that's a fair expectation. Okay, Guru, what about yourself? What are you looking forward to in season six? Like what is like, you, you're like, I really want this to happen in season six, this to deliver.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm actually super excited for prop hunt. <laughs> I know that's like Sorry. not, you know, guru-esque at all because I always talk about PVP or whatever, but the prop hunt seems really, really fun. Um, Yeah, new, I'm just excited for everything new, it's new stuff. Hopefully, uh, yeah, just hopefully it's good. I don't know, that's all I got.
0: I mean, I think everyone echoes your sentiment. Hopefully it's good. CarQ, what about yourself? Are you, is the support main in you hoping for some dope cyber woman lady, whatever the fuck she does, sun lady, or are you kind of more looking for the PvE? What, what, what really needs to deliver for you? No.
3: definitely the PvP, definitely, uh, the flashpoint and the new support to shake it up. Lifeweaver viability, if both of those become viable as a support player, then it gives you like a lot more options and rotations and ideas and comps to kind of work around. If Life Leaver and the new hero are viable, um, and hopefully she is, please.
0: Um,
3: but yeah, that's basically. Ooh, actually, that, that's all I'm qu- qu- looking forward
0: th- to. Quick, quick, uh, quick comment, Mr. Karku. Uh I, I saw mm-hmm. Jared saying that uh, you know we 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 don't want to release heroes that are like broken because like, we think it's like really disgusting that like other games sometimes release like dis- deliberately broken heroes to like get people to buy them. What's your stance? You want you want to like strong hero you want it to be kind of op like where do you land how should new heroes be new heroes should just be like balanced like that should be the
3: goal oh, of everything come on Car-Q.
0: come on now <laughs> i don't have a hot take. no that's well that's the yeah truth, okay but well, here like, we go if it had to be if, look it's it's hard like it's hard to make a hero that's like perfectly balanced right so if they had to of lean course. on the side of op or lifeweaver or underpowered let's say well, lifeweaver is perhaps yeah. the extreme example if it had to be strong too strong or too weak what would you say
3: Oh, obviously, like too strong. So at least there's like a reason to play them. But that's also not indicative of a fun game if things are too strong or too weak, you know. Remember so like, landing sojourn? Right in the sojourn is better.
2: Oh, original sojourn was so fun to play against. I love that. Make it. Oh, super I did not OP. like that. Yeah, <laughs> things that are
3: super strong are not good. Like obviously the bias and the hot take is like, yeah, I'm a sportman. Yeah, make it super OP. But then that also doesn't leave room for like you know, you know, ideas and comps because you have to just pick one hero because she's that good um that's no fun to me as well uh as like Gru- overwatch Gru- as Eva. a whole
0: overpowered underpowered
1: overpowered for sure
3: yeah yeah if you had to choose then yeah but like i i would still Guru not doesn't have seem that
0: convinced. Convinced. Duru's not convinced.
2: i like
3: life weaver so we did an
2: unranked gem uh duo with junker queen and life weaver before the buffs and you know we we you know we breezed through it Um, I think the character like I think the niche it can be fun where it's like okay you're pocketing a tank you're using every cooldown on a tank yada yada you're kind of useless otherwise. (laughs) Um, I think it can be fun but obviously it's not it should not be the norm at all
0: okay fair i mean lo- i love how much desperately karki's trying to dodge this he's like oh, but svb like uh, it doesn't have to be op like, if i had to be op it would be op okay <laughs> karki I- i've interrupted <laughs> your thought what, what else would you like
3: no <laughs> um oh for for season six yeah just uh just pvp that's that's it for me pve's not gonna do it for me honestly never has I actually enjoyed the uh, junk in whatever you call it, the wrath of the bride or whatever, because there was a score, there was strategies. All the bosses actually had like a little bit of a, an idea you had to think of. And like the, the mission I played just didn't make me do that. I, I actually enjoyed like, again, the assassin or whatever in the Rialto one. And then the wrath of the bride, the all the different styles and ways to kind of defeat them was actually quite a quite fun for me. I enjoyed those more and this wasn't it. So bring on the PvP. Bring on the new hero for me.
0: Bring on the PvP, bring on the new hero. I like it. Uh, I mean, for me personally, so I'm actually going to start, like, this is the last stream I'm going to have before I take a bit of a break, uh, just for, like, mental burnout reasons and stuff like that, and just fucking sick of the internet, I'm not going to lie. Uh, so yeah. I, just need, I just need to, like, get away from a lot of that, and I think, to be honest, I don't have a lot of faith in Overwatch at the moment, and I'm just going to be upfront about my feelings rather than you know try and like mass them or, or try and be diplomatic or corpa um i i just i, I so i remain to be convinced essentially is, is the, as i'm sure the theme of the podcast has has been i i remain to be convinced i wish or watch the best as as a, a forever a fan of Overwatch, watch will always want it to be the best um but i i'm kind of on the outside looking in i would say um uh, i'm kind of like okay i'll come back and play you know for season six but I need a reason to keep playing so I hope Overwatch will give me a reason to keep playing I hope it it kind of defies expectations I mean I think season six is for for the foreseeable future the best season we'll ever get a new hero a new game mode PvE missions is this short you know the cinematic the mini series we're getting a lot in the next season and then hero masteries as well at some point so, like, for me, oh, yeah. this is a, This is as good as it will ever yeah. yeah. Guru, you want to comment on Hero uh, Mastery? I'm
2: really excited for Hero Mastery. I, I hope there's, like, a leaderboard and... I don't know. I feel like it, at some point it's going to be min-max so much. But overall, just super excited for that, too. I hope... Have they said how many... Is, are they going to release all the characters at once? No, no. It, I think like, it was
0: four or five? Never mind. Something like that? It was, like, Sojourn, Winston... Never mind, isn't <laughs> in it, it's, like... Sojourn, mind. Winston, Winston is Mercy, is gonna be like last, man. Ryan, and someone else, I think. Yeah, it's like Sojourn, Winston, Mercy, Ryan, and one more person. I can't remember. Um I, I think that'll be really fun. To finish my point, yeah. Like I got uh, Yeah, I, I just I just I feel like for me, the magic is gone. Uh mm. the honeymoon is over. Like I'm kind of like not an or what stand anymore. And I'm again, I really would love <sighs> to be I would love to be one again. But that's my POV at as things stand. And so I will. I guess I will be the voice of other people like myself who've kind of gone off the game um, and want reasons to love it. So that's what I look forward to. I hope Season 6 provides it. Um, and I hope to see you guys thriving. I hope you guys have an awesome time playing Overwatch for the rest of the season and when Season 6 drops. Thank you so much for all your time. Guys, please show these guys some love. Go, uh, you know, drop them a sub. Go subscribe to their YouTube channels and whatnot. But yeah, from Ava Guru, CarQ, Anything else you guys want to say before I let you get going? Um,
1: uh, I I actually wanted to ask you, SvB, because you didn't talk about this. Um, about mm-hmm. the the World Cup Twitch drops. Like, what mm-hmm. did you think about those compared to like the previous drops that we've had?
0: I mean, I think having drops is great for me personally as a content creator. It did nothing. Um, mm. it didn't it didn't at all increase. Uh, how many people were viewing my stream? I think that's just because most people just tuned in to like the top few streamers in the category lurked and got their drops so like i I mean i don't begrudge them like i'm i'm happy for my homies they make him bank all good it didn't really do anything for me as a kind of career though is that interesting kind of what you were asking eva
1: yeah that's that's part of it But like specifically like the the fact that there were like way more Drops to get this time, like there was like six of them or something.
0: Again, I for it didn't me. do
2: anything for you because,
0: yeah, go ahead, Guru.
1: It,
2: I feel like it, overall it just like boosted everybody's numbers. I saw people that I've like never seen before. Actually, actually I, I struggled see- with that too. Uh, yeah, when I, I first in some of the drops, drops, like she, can you meet your mic? Um, <laughs> she would get like 3,000 viewers and I would actually go down in viewers, and it was like it felt like I was doing something wrong, but. It's like, I don't know, I guess some of it's just RNG or I'm not really sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not going to sit here and, and try and make a big issue out of it because, you know, I'm sure people listening are like, I don't give a fuck, streamer, your streamer problems, like I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, it's for to, to answer your question, Ava, like, I mean, again, for me, like I said, it didn't really make any impact. So uh, it didn't really change whether there was six drops, eight drops, a hundred drops. Uh, it, it literally didn't affect my content at all. Um, Did you promote it at all or no? No, I didn't. To be fair. Okay. So maybe I guess. That's start- why
3: I, I do. I've I have heard that sentiment where like it obviously benefits the people already like doing well because somebody will just pick someone top of the category in AFK. So like you know, um, I've always felt drops of. I always thought drops were beneficial for everybody, but it doesn't seem like that's the case after reading, uh, you know, hearing your sentiment and some other people saying it actually negatively affects them sometimes.
0: Which, it which does I was just curious, yeah.
3: like how how I was just like, is it being are you guys plugging it anywhere or is there um, any any other way to like kind of like reverse that? I'm trying to like think of solutions to kind of help the the Overwatch community in that capacity.
0: Well, obviously you uh, you know you like every other stream I just put like the the drops in the title. I think I mm-hmm. think it's like a it's a it's a it's a multifaceted issue because I think a lot of the times as well mm-hmm. it's like. If people are watching interested in watching the World Cup, they want to watch like X person's POV on the World Cup. So if the World Cup's going on and if like someone's doing something else, then people are like, I, I wanna watch the World Cup, so they tune out. Mm. Or I don't know. I don't I'm actually like genuinely like, something worth studying, I suppose, but I don't know what exactly the behavior patterns are, why people what they choose for which channel to watch drops on, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I would I always say go, I don't mind? go
2: live when Flats is live. Yeah, that's one thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I actually go live at the exact same time Flats goes live, ah, so well, that'll do it. So we got a little bit of overlap there. Well, the study what he
3: does and like, you know, what I I mean i promote it on youtube i pin it in recent youtube videos i'll pin my stream be like and i'll verbally call to action um i post it as a youtube short i post it as a TikTok. so i do think there's also a little bit of uh like as a streamer a smaller streamer if you want to grow in that capacity you have to use your other outlets and be like hey i will be live this long and like literally just i always tell creators this sorry i'm going on a whole streamer tangent just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks throw it everywhere guys like there's too much untapped potential you guys aren't aren't looking into. All right, that's what that's all I'm gonna say.
0: No, I mean appreciate the advice, Ava. Does that answer your question? Maybe you know I just need to plug in more.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was good.
0: <clears throat> awesome. Okay. Well, again, thank you very much. Any other thoughts, actually? Because I think Ava chimed into that point. But Guru Karku, any any other things you want to bring up before we we'll let you get going? I got nothing. You got nothing. I'm good.
2: Thank you for all the right. invite. That was, this is enjoyable. I love talking about this kind of stuff
1: yeah thanks thank you
0: no thank you for your time guys appreciate you very much as i said uh guys please show you guys some love thank you so much i hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day and till i see you again hopefully soon have a great one guys Mm -hmm. peace out